from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, Pokemon goes British, and uh, we have Natasha here to talk about it. Hey guys! What's up? <laughs> Ugh, so much poop. I take a dive in the money pit. Took a dive in a money pit. Well, I did. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 183. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Magic Bum Johnson. I'm Jeremy Scorched Earth Mikowski. I'm John Remastered Knitter. And we have a special guest this week. Oh, yeah. Natasha <laughs> the Score Bunny Garrett. There we go. I'm the Score Bunny, guys. <laughs> bringing, it, bringing it back again. So yeah, we haven't uh, we we haven't had you on here since the uh, since the very very the like the very beginning of uh, the Pokemon Direct stuff. I think the last time you were here was when Score Bunny was announced. So there's yeah, been, that's right. There's been some shit that's happened. Uh, we could talk. I mean, we could talk about the Pokemon stuff up front here if you want to before we get into like the games that we've been playing and stuff like that. There was sure. uh, actually actually heard about the direct from you. You posted it on the uh, Pokemon. Chicago Pokemon Go, right? Or Pokemon Go uh, Chicago Squad? Pokemon, Pokemon Go Chicago Squad. Okay, yeah, yeah. So on, on the Pokemon Chico, Chicago Squad Facebook, I saw that you had posted that there was something happening today for Pokemon. And there was. There was like a couple-minute trailer that showed some stuff. There was actually, on the Japanese side, theirs was more like three or four minutes, which had some extra stuff on there, which was pretty cool. But Yeah, it was way more informative than the English one. Mm-hmm. I was so shocked. Yeah, they sometimes they show different stuff, but but actually on the uh I believe on the Pokemon Sword and Shield website, they actually went into some of the stuff that was shown on the Japanese one. But like I said at the beginning of the show, um yeah, Pokemon's turning British. Like uh Weezing has become so proper now. <laughs> now that it has like a has, has like a, a smoke mustache and a and a giant like uh, top hat and all that. I'm I'm into it. I I like it. Same though, like I keep seeing a meme generated around that, like Weezing's like Doug Dimadone from like the Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, Have you okay. guys ever seen that white hat? Uh, but I would like immediately I thought of that proper meme. Yeah, I, I've uh, I've watched the show, but it was a long, long time ago, so I don't remember yeah. all the stuff from it. But yeah, no, uh, I think it looks cool. Are you? Have you seen? So I want to ask you, you know, because you're more into the Pokemon stuff than I am, but. But I still seem to be seeing this like in Facebook groups and stuff like that. Have you seen a lot yeah. of a lot of the hate going on for Sword and Shield about uh the Pokedex and Dexit and all that bullshit? I've been seeing seeing a lot of people get all getting all butthurt about the game. Yeah, like I feel bad because the social media people, like they're the ones getting to hear all those comments every single day. Yeah. It's not actually going directly to like any of the designers or anything like that. So it's like all the people who work on the social media accounts get to hear all that crap every single day. Mm. It makes me feel so bad. But I honestly understand 
their viewpoint about not having every single Pokemon in there because that's so many character designs. There's so many rendering like yeah. instances. Uh, if you were to put all of them in and then release the game by November, they'll be in serious crunch time. Yeah. So I'm kind of actually happy that they didn't put every single Pokemon in. Maybe like I feel like they're gonna put them in eventually down the line mm-hmm. as like update packs. Or, like, they're going to do what they did in Pokemon Sapphire, where, like, when you beat the game, all the old Pokemon will come in, like, once a day, and yeah. they'll just tell you in the news update. Sure. So, that's what I'm thinking, but Pokemon Home is also a big contender for this mm. game, and, like, for other games, too, right now. Yeah. So. I get tired of people saying that they're lazy, because they're definitely not lazy in any way. Like, I mean, there's over a thousand Pokemon now, I think. Like, that's a, that's yeah. a fuck ton of characters to put in the game and it's like i personally don't care because i don't think i've ever aside from uh, the second one the pokemon black 2 i think that was the only time i imported pokemon from a previous game into it so, yeah. I, so i've never really done that so it doesn't really it doesn't affect me that much i don't really care like i kind of i kind of like i think the more different the pokemon are for each generation i think is better for me like i kind of like that better like the more newer they are like the more different they are from the from like the original generation I'm fine with that, yeah. so I don't really care whether, <laughs> you know, whoever's in there or not, but... Yeah, like, some people were just so mad that they couldn't bring over, like, their old teams into the new games, mm. and I never, I never migrated Pokemon, so I never really cared, because I like going into the games with open eyes, seeing yeah, yeah. the new ones, Sure. and I'm also sick of hearing people saying that they have no new ideas. Yeah, yeah, that's annoying, because too. They because they have tons of new ideas. Well, they do, and, and they were, uh... They were shown off in the in the trailer in just the two minute stuff. Yeah, we haven't even say, uh, for all the people complaining, like they're acting as though this is supposed to be like Smash Ultimate, but Pokemon Ultimate. Like, yeah, it'd be the same exact way. And there's going to be another Pokemon game in a couple of years, or maybe even next year. You know, like, exactly. Yeah, it, this it keeps marching forward. So like, why get butt hurt? It's yeah, it's just exactly. a new gameplay. Have a good time with it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the game looks excellent. Like, I'm still, I'm still very excited about it. So I don't know. I just get, I, I've seen it. Like, I'm on some other Nintendo groups on Facebook, and I see just people constantly bitching about it, being like, "Well, I'm going to buy it used, or I'm not going to buy it." And I'm like, "Who cares? Shut up, dude. I'm going to buy it." So it's your, seriously, it's your, uh, <laughs> it's your loss, man. Or like saying, like I saw some guy on social media being like. Oh, uh, they're they're putting all their effort into town now. They're not doing anything for Sword and Shield. I'm like, like, dude, we haven't seen anything about town since it was announced. So, shut up. <laughs> like I know. Their, their like, that'll that probably doing. come yeah. eventually down the line. I know, but we've seen nothing from that game, and we've gotten like three like directs or trailers at least for for Sword and Shield. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. What What do you think about the um about the dogs and all that? The, the sword oh, and shield dog. Sword doggo and yeah. the shield doggo. Yeah. Well, I already know I'm gonna get the sword doggo. Oh, okay. You're going for I the just sword. Love, yeah, I'm going for sword. I, I'm giving my brother shield, but I was obsessed with those character designs so much, and it's really funny because I remember my prediction from like the last show I was on with you guys, and it was somehow almost accurate for what I thought it was gonna be because it actually is related to like the wolf gods. Oh, okay. I was, like in Japanese culture, mm-hmm. so I was like. Oh sweet! I was actually right, and it was like I did like a little high five with myself. Mm. It was a great moment. <laughs> but I yeah, could, I would just when I was looking at the notes, I could I could have used my middle name could have been Yell Yeah for Team Yell on this. You could have. <laughs> I that team is so brilliant. They're using yeah. like the idea of fandoms. 
Yeah. So like crazy fans. So aside from so so yeah, it didn't show a whole lot in the in the trailer, but it announced Galarian forms. I guess Galaria is where you're at now. That's the same as like uh, what did they call them in uh, Sun and Moon? It was the um, fuck, I can't remember the name. What the, what the Alolan the Alolan forms. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Where they, had, where they had the different versions of uh, some of the characters, so they're doing the same thing there. Um, Weezing, yeah, has a has a big top hat and all and all that this time. But they they also showed some more uh, some of the villains and uh, yeah, there's a there's a group called Team Yell, which as Natasha was saying is pretty much like toxic fandom, I guess. They're huge fans of Marnie, which is one of the trainers, I believe. Are they? Yeah. Do you, so? Do you think that Team Yell is like the big that they're the big new team, like Team Skull? Like, are they going to be like the ultimate bad in this? Do you think, I, or just like a side I bad? I think so. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, I think they are. Like, just the the way they were portrayed, um, they were always like behind Marnie. I feel like they were there's people who would drop anything for Marnie, or if they feel like anyone getting in her way, they'll have to like you know take to violent actions for that. Mm. So I think that's a cool new approach, like to a Team Rocket kind of vibe, using yeah. a toxic fandom, because toxic fans will do anything, like for their like I'm gonna say like their queen, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, oh how dare you be hating on my person? I don't know something like that. Sure. So it's kind of interesting they're doing that because maybe they think Marnie is a really really great trainer and that she's the best at everything, mm-hmm. you know. So I kind of. Could, uh, I feel like this is the team. Could Marnie be like the new Giovanni, or like whoever's the the ultimate bad? I guess <laughs> behind. I was everything. gonna ask you guys the same thing. I was like, <laughs> is she like the new antagonist? Is like she like the main like head? You know, could be. I, I that's what I'm thinking. I'm wonder. I'm also wondering if like maybe they're just like a subgroup though, and there's something bigger than that. I don't know. I mean, either way, I'm into it. I think I think it looks cool. Did uh did any of the new stuff change your opinion on it jeremy i know you're uh i know you're in in on the pokemon stuff but what did what did, how did you feel about the trailer did you get to see it i watched it uh to me it just seemed like more stuff to look forward to at the game like mm-hmm. i didn't not being a giant like pokemon fan not knowing a lot about all the games i didn't wasn't comparing it to anything else i was just like oh cool they're like extra British. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's there's a hangry Pokemon, and I love that because more Pico, yeah, or more Pico. That 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, like a Pokemon that would would be able to morph for whatever. It would make sense that. Yeah, extreme thought... emotion like hanger could bring that on. <laughs> yeah, like changes when it gets hit, changes its colors, like 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 that hair. that commercial with the uh, the Snickers commercial with Betty White. And like, oh, you're not yeah. really you when you're not don't have a Snickers. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's so out. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, I like the new evolution of uh, Zigz- Zigzagoon too, which is like, did anybody is Zigzagoon that popular? Like, I never really cared about that Pokemon that much, but I guess they decided that it needed a third evolution, and now it turns into this oh. like a vested big big uh, two legged punk looking dude. I think I think I saw you I compared think- him to Sting on uh or not Sting a uh, Kiss on uh, they on, look on, on like the internet. Kiss. I was like, as soon as I saw them, yeah, like, Zigzagoon is, like, the Hoenn equivalent of Bidoof. Yeah. So, maybe they're like, you know, Zigzagoon's not lame, because I don't think Zigzagoon is lame. Like, I trained mine all, I trained mine all the way until Lanoon, you know? Yeah. And 
it's kind of cool that they're just bringing it back all of a sudden. And it's the first gen that's not Kento to actually be getting a, a new form and another evolution. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. from uh, Linoon or, or Lin01 Lin is what I always pronounce it as. <laughs> I don't know why. Does it look like no one? But it goes, turns into Obstagoon is the new one. So yeah, no, I, I like I like that they add new stuff. I was trying to figure out what to compare it to in the very first generation, but it was kind of like uh, I don't know. It, the Zigzagoons always felt like were like some of the earliest, like the ones you run into in the very beginning of the games. You know, like yeah. when you don't, you know, when you when your Pokemon's not that it's like level one. They're they're kind of like the slimes, I guess. Of, of Pokemon yeah. is what I thought of, like the Zubats before you hit the before you hit the caves, you know that that type of thing. Exactly, they're like the new Suntret from the Johto region. Yeah, but I mean they're they're looking cooler now. Yeah, they showed they showed a couple different uh, trainers. They showed Marnie, of course, which we talked about in uh, Bede BD. I don't know how you pronounce that name, but he had some. Oh, yeah. uh, he had a what are the Solaris one of those or Solos Solosis. He had one of the psychic type ones, which I'm I'm always into that that type, so I thought it was cool. But I think I think the major difference between that the, the big thing we should talk about is uh there were two different trailers. There was uh there's the American one and the Japanese one, and the Japanese one got into um jobs. I guess you can send out your Pokemon to do certain jobs, and they'll earn experience points and can get rare items as well from doing it. And they might earn extra if they do better at the job. And I guess there's like wanted. Either wanted ads you can find where they're looking for a certain type of Pokemon to help somebody out with. So you can send some of your guys out as like an extra way to level up. And I think that's pretty cool. You know, that that kind of reminds me, you could kind of do that in Smash Brothers too. On the, uh, if you remember that on the World of Light where you could like put the guys in the cave or whatever and they would level up while you're gone. You know, I kind of like that idea, especially with like how many Pokemon will be in there. It's always nice to have another way to, to bring your guys up. And I like the idea of, uh, Pokemon being able to help people and all that because you see like a like you see like the Machamps like helping people move and stuff like that. I would expect I would expect it to be kind of like that or it'd be like a some sort of electric type Pokemon like powering a building or something. I don't know, like kind of along the lines of what you see in uh, Detective Pikachu and all that. That would be so cool. I'm hoping so. And isn't like it run by Rotom? Isn't like the place where you sign up for jobs? Rotom, and then like there's like a little Rotom flying above you doing some of the jobs. That's what I thought I saw. It could be. It could be. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't look. Uh, Rotom's the one that. Uh, that's sort of like a mechanical Pokemon that can turn into different things, right? It was the. Uh, yeah. Because it was the Pokedex in um, in Sun and Moon, right? R- Rotom was. It was the Pokedex. It okay. was like talking Pokedex that yeah, always yeah. chat at you. Yeah, it's kind of like a tra- it's kind of like a Transformers type. Uh, Pokemon that can do different things, which is pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super I'm super psyched about it. Still, uh, it's um yeah, it's it uh and weirdly enough, another thing I saw that was that was different. They advertised the Pokemon Light at the end of the Japanese one, but not the American one. <laughs> like they they put they put the Pokemon you know the per- the Pokemon version of the Light on there, like as a little thing. So, I guess maybe because it's more popular there, I guess. It's a. I mean, it's it's been up for pre-order now. We we uh, did it. We uh, mentioned it last week. Are you? Do you have any interest in the light at all, Natasha? We haven't really got to talk to you about that. Oh yeah. Um, I'm really content with my switch, and I don't want to put money down on a new thing until it's like you know, very very different. So I'm holding off until like something mm. new pops out. Yeah. I've actually never gotten a Pokemon oriented console before. Yeah. 
that's like one thing I just never did. Yeah, they, so they made a we'll few see. of them. You, you never bought yeah. any of those special edition 3DSs that came out? <laughs> oh, I need. I want the Pikachu one really bad. Yeah. But I'm like, no, you have a 3DS already. No yeah. more. You don't need any more. <laughs> I don't think, honestly, I don't think I've ever gotten a special edition version of anything for any, any of my systems. Just because I, I get... have uh, after the fact. Yeah, Jeremy has a bunch of Game Boy Advances, I know. The one, the, my favorite one is my SpongeBob. Game Boy Advance. SP. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, that was a. I don't even remember those being a thing. I think it's kind of rare, right? Because I had never really heard it's of it either semi- before you had it. It's worth like maybe hundred bucks or so. Yeah, but there's not a whole there's not a whole lot of them out there. I mean, that's like double the price, I guess, of a Game Boy Advance used. Yeah, like I just have like you know old school silver Game Boy Advance SP, and mm-hmm. then when they came out with the Game Boy Advance SP Lite. Because yeah. it had a brighter yeah. light in it for the background, I was like, oh! so I bought it in pearl blue because that was it was like it was it's only available, cool. yeah, in pearl blue or onyx. Mm. That's the model. This one is so it's the SpongeBob. One. Yeah. It's, oh it my has, god! What? It has a case too. Well, that's yeah. the case. Yeah. <laughs> and you can like play it in the case if you want. There's so... a SpongeBob theme case, but it, did it come with so the system cool. or no? Uh, I, I don't. I bought it on eBay. Yeah. Okay. I, it would be cool, kind of like, weird that it was sold separately, but you never know. Oh my god, that's so cool! It's my only special edition console I have, but I'm proud of it. Nice. I, you should be. I, still I got caught here. in a bidding war on eBay, so I paid. I paid a lot for it. It's worth it, though, right? I'm sure you use it every day. <laughs> you should. It's it's cool. Yeah, and it has it has the extra bright screen, the better screen, and all that stuff. They they are they are kind of I guess we can talk about that now but they are kind of like sort of you know silently releasing a Switch Pro. I mean they're doing they're they're basically doing a newer version that has what like two more hours of battery life or something like that three hours I looked I looked at a chart about it of yeah. the newer but it, but it's getting sold as the same it's just it, it's in a red box is what I what I understood and I. Thought about it. I guess it's going to have a different screen now too. Is that is that's what we heard before? We well, I think the this? screen was referring to something afterward. Like these things are already out. People are already buying them. You can see people unboxing them online. The ones in the red box. Oh, okay. They are so officially this, out. Yeah. So the screen is something. New. This is not not officially announced. This was rumored. More. Uh, let me find the article. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the article right in front of me, but it's going to be an upgraded screen. Again, rumor not officially announced. Um, that that's about all we know. But people are saying, "Oh, this is going to be the Switch Pro now that we've been waiting for." Part of the a part which, of the rumored Switch Pro, which still has not been announced and still probably won't get announced. I don't know. Which which honestly, like if they if they if they did just release this new update and we're already hearing rumors of another one that has a advanced screen maybe that does kind of point to the thing being the pro quote unquote because why would they just do another update in six months and have it be the same model yeah i figured it was part of just was part of that new version that already came out with the extra battery power that's what i that's what i figured it was i'm actually like really interested in that you guys are calling the switch like a new potential switch to switch pro because it's always been referenced as like a playstation kind of thing because they have pro yeah. So, like, how did you guys find out it was potentially called a Switch Pro? 
Well, I mean, it's kind of the moniker that's floating around. Yeah, it's all kind of hearsay. It's not anything that's. It's kind of the same. It has to be based on. It's yeah. It's like when people were calling the switch the switch light the switch mini, you know, before it came out. Oh yeah. But now it's but now it's the switch light, you know. So the same sort of thing where we just there was rumors going around on both of them that it was going to be a smaller, cheaper version and possibly a bigger, more expensive version. Was oh, they okay. they kind of they sort of generated at the same time those rumors and yeah we've just been calling it the pro version I guess because of pro controllers and like the PS the PS Pro and stuff like that you know kind of makes, makes sense or I guess yeah. it, in the Nintendo world you could call it the XL you know if that's what if that's what they were going to go for which which I don't know or the <laughs> new Switch XL yeah the new Switch the new yeah. Switch double XL yeah yeah the 2DS <laughs> Switch whatever SpongeBob edition yeah yeah. <laughs> For sure. Is there is there anything uh, that I was missing out on on the uh, Pokemon? I know it's like a very quick, it's pretty quick trailer, but I don't you know. really think so. I think mm-hmm. you pretty much explained everything. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it's Mo Pico, right? Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah, Mo uh, yeah. Pico. More more Pico or more Peco, however you pronounce more it. Peco, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm obsessed with the hangry and the belly full versions. Like it's like they're. It's like the new off-brand Pikachu, like every mm-hmm. generation gets. Sure, and I yeah. think it's like one of the best ones. I'm sure you're psyched. Like the color scheme of how it changes and everything too. Oh, yeah. me too. It looks so great. I'm sure you're psyched for like uh, Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing and all the different stuff that's coming out for that too. It's so funny. <laughs> they brought back that Pokemon Go aesthetic just in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Because when you do raid battles, they're all gigantic like that. Oh, okay. So like yeah, when yeah. I saw that, that what did you say? Oh, I said that makes sense then that it's that it's uh it's from the Pokemon Go. Well, and there's also going to be raids as well in the online mode. That's what it's what it's sounding like for uh for Sword and Shield, right? Like for where you can walk around. I actually missed that part. Yeah. I didn't hear about that. It was, I think, it was in the pre one of the previous uh, directs, but Cheers. but like, okay. yeah, there's because there's supposed to be like a like an online sort sort of area where you can team up with like four other people to fight one giant Pokemon, and that's okay, that seemed like yeah. kind of like a raid, I guess. For I mean, I I don't know as much about Go, but it kind of that's what it reminded me of was that type of thing. It sounds like a raid, like mm. when you had to organize with people to take down a giant Pokemon. Yeah, that's yeah, like, that's a raid. Yeah. yeah. And like only one, I think one person can can uh, Gigantamax one Pokemon, that type of thing. But yeah, no, there's there's some online stuff where you can do that. So I don't know. I'm 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 on the positive side of Pokemon Sword and Shield. I think it still looks great, and I don't understand why people are getting so uptight about it. I think it's I'm excited about it. It's it kind of sucks that uh, I feel like this year has been like a huge year for RPGs and. And then there's like Pokemon coming too, and it's like right on the heels of Link's Awakening, and uh, well, Link's Awakening isn't really an RPG, but but on the heels of that and uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, like they're all kind of right next to each other, so be yeah, a lot, of, be a like, lot of stuff to do. Yeah, like I just feel like people like complaining about things and just find things to complain about. Yeah, that's what it all really seems like. Because there's not like everyone I've been noticing has been making little pointless arguments about Pokemon, mm. and it just sets a whole trend of people arguing about it, yeah. like all the new things. And I don't understand why people do that because mm. it's just really exciting. It's brand new. It's all this cool new aesthetics it's on the Switch. Mm-hmm. 
it's way, even way more open world, and you can explore more. The graphics are outstanding. Yeah. The music's amazing. They have bagpipes. Like, that trailer ended with bagpipes, so now yeah. I'm thinking it actually <laughs> is Scotland. Yeah, but part of it, I think. I don't know. It could be like could be like the whole island and all that where you go to different spots. I don't know. Maybe <sighs> Wales is in there, too. Who knows? <laughs> that blew my mind. I want that now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it still looks good. And all that stuff, I'm still, I'm still excited about it. Let's talk about uh, the games we've been playing for the week. Who wants to go first with their with their stuff? Well, I haven't been playing much, so I can just talk about the one game I've been playing. About your foraging? Yeah, <laughs> I've played it a lot. I've probably put at least 20 hours into it at this point. And that's a really conservative estimate. It's extremely addictive. So I don't know how much detail I went to last week. I mean, I had only had it for a couple hours at that point. Yeah, I think all we said that was that it was like Minecraft and that it was cute and it was more like fast paced. I think that's the thing that's yep. about all you said about it. That is still true. Yeah. <laughs> I played it a lot though. I've unlocked all the land mass because you can like pay to expand the land. So I've I've done it all. I've gotten all the upgrades on all the armor and weapons. So right now I'm just like grinding to get the ultimate weapon. What is what is the ultimate weapon? Do do you fight people? I thought I thought you just farmed. It's mostly just item collection and like you create machines to make it easier, so you can collect more at a time, and you just keep making more and more elaborate like machines and, and materials that take more stuff to make them. And then, then I like made some droids that follow me around and do all like they're like my bodyguards and they keep me safe. And, mm. I just I, I call myself Scorched Earth because it reminds me a lot of like the Castlevania games when you just keep incrementally getting stronger and stronger mm. until eventually you're just flying through it, just hitting everything, destroying everything in one hit. That's where I'm at in the game right now. Oh, okay. So I'm just like I've got most of the map automated where all the resources are collected for me automatically and when I want to just run around and explore, I can just hit everything once and it ex- literally explodes. Because I've got a perk that makes everything explode. Yeah. Hmm. So, but it's, it's it's still it's still fun, even though you're like super it's overpowered. Fun. I, yeah, I'm super OP, but uh, I haven't beaten like there's actually like dungeons in it. There's like four dungeons. I've only beaten one of the four dungeons. So those are, I don't think those are randomly generated. I think those are, you know, actually designed by the the designers so that because they have puzzles and stuff in them. They couldn't be random. Um, but the Overworld's ring. Oh, okay. So you never know what you're going to unlock hey, for a new landmass, but it's pretty fun. Like, uh, it goes like, you know, the very top of the map is cold, like the top of a mountain, and then the bottom part's literally hell. There's like demons and stuff. Then hmm. the far left of the map is like skeletons and stuff. So it's like death, but not like hell, it's just death. And then the right side is like a desert. And then the very middle is where like, it's just like the, the grassy plains. And that's where you start out. And there's 49 total map squares that you open up, and every time you unlock one, they become more expensive to unlock another one. So 
you're just trying to like grind for money and that's what i did so it's really hard to stop playing it once, once you get into it because you've got like literally 15 or 20 things going at one time that you're monitoring and changing things out in the different machines they're in and stuff so if any anybody that likes minecraft like the actual like the mining part of it or the terraria i've heard this compared to it's more like that than stardew valley which we did sort of briefly mention last week like mm. it's not like stardew valley because there's really no story to it and i think that's a huge element of that game um there's no consistency in how the characters behave like the npcs they just give you quests mm. and uh they just like once you complete their quest, they just stay in one place and you can't do anything else with them. You don't actually really build anything in this game. You can just kind of like control the layout of how all your your devices are on the island or whatever. So it's fun though. It's it's purely like I could see this being on an iPad, just being a, a clicky yeah. game. Sure, but it works. But, but it works fine with the controller. Yeah, and the dungeons are fun. They're like very reminiscent of like first Zelda. Like the Game Boy Zelda games, uh, lots of like, and you'll go in a room and you have to figure out what each thing does to unlock the door to go to the next room. You know, yeah, so that's pretty cool. I would recommend it. Maybe wait till it goes on sale, but I've gotten my twenty dollars worth of out of it for sure. Yeah, and it's a great portable game. You know, so if you're gonna ride the bus and stuff like, play I, it on the bus. Yeah, it's a great game to take on the bus. Nice. Anyway, the top of the show, I was talking about uh, so much poop. I wanted to make sure I explained that. Uh, so there's a quest in the game where you have to collect 500 pieces of poop for a character. And he just says, just collect it. Don't ask me any questions. I need it. It's life <laughs> death. And uh, it's kind of funny because throughout the whole game, I had been getting rid of all the poop because there was no, I couldn't find a use for it. Which it turns out there is a recipe that you can. Can you make like can you make warm soil, food make out of it? Soil out of it. What, what do you make with it? The poop? Soil. Oh, okay. It's called la- landfill. So you can like, since every piece of land you buy is its own little tiny island, you link it together with like these little wooden bridges. But this allows you to link it with actual dirt to make it one continuous piece. Oh, okay. But this character had me collect 500 poop. And I had gotten rid of all of that I had collected through the whole game, not realizing it was a rare item. <laughs> it's actually one of the more rare drops. Wow. No pun intended. So I had to go and dig for shit, literally. for. And I probably spent four or five hours getting 500 pieces i was doing other stuff while i did it but yeah nice oh my god yeah that reminds me of uh well i mentioned it before of like the night soil from uh dragon quest builders which uh you can make you make worm food and a poisonous knife with it i was gonna say i don't know what makes sense yeah what you can make with that with the night soil in that game but all you can make is so far as landfill that i've discovered okay Uh, there may be other things there's these machines you make that make Basic resources with other, even more basic resources. What does what the What does the guy give you? the The guy who's looking for the he gave me an orb that let me like it either lets you like immediately level up or you can increase a stat one of your stats. So either your attack, your energy, or your uh, actual like life the like hearts you have because uh-huh. your energy is tied to your, like fatigue, and if you get two fatigues, then your hearts start to drop. So it's kind of like Minecraft in that regard. You oh, okay. A hunger meter too, sort of, or yeah. like a stamina meter in Zelda. Yeah. But uh, that's what he gave me, and it was definitely not worth the amount of effort. But I thought it was like an possibly an in-game thing because it was the last island, mm. the most expensive island that I unlocked. 
the 49th one. And so that was a quest he had for me, and it took a while to do it. So I was like, this is going to be great. Uh. And after that, he told me his favorite number is blue. <laughs> so he's a smart guy. That's all, he's, that's all he says to me now. <laughs> wow. That's all he needs to say now that he has all the poop. All the poop of the world. <laughs> it reminds me when, uh, Bo, is it Boson or what's his name in, um, in Zelda? Like after you complete all his quests, and then he just sits at the campfire by your house and doesn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at uh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, I don't like, know. The carpenter guy that you have, mm. you hired to do all the stuff. Like once you do like everything, he just sits by your house. He just lives there, and he says the same <laughs> thing. And, like it's weird because that's the way all the NPCs are in this game. Like once you complete the quest, they just stand there and repeat some strange thing to you. It's it's like what happens to Terminators, right? After they terminate their thing, they just kind of sit there. Because <laughs> they have nothing else to do. <laughs> there was there was an episode of Sarah Connor Chronicles about that, where the, the Terminator had actually done its thing, and it just like sat in a just sat in a garage for years because <laughs> it didn't have anything else to do. Because <laughs> it already did its thing. I guess you'd think it would like kill itself or something, but yeah. Now this the life of NPCs. They need to make a game like that. Uh, as far as my pick of the week, I guess we didn't really talk about the news yet, but. It's not, this, it's not this week, though. It's next week. Oh, it's next week? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you meant what game we were going to buy in the next week. Oh, yeah. I mean, it can be I mean, it can be Forager. If, I mean, it seems to be our pick of the I'll weeks are just, are just like uh, whatever we've been playing in the week. That's all I've played. It's, it's really. kind of how we've been doing it lately. So, Or John's uh, level of the week, as I labeled it last week on, uh, <laughs> on Mario Maker. Which I did... Uh, For those of us who don't um, buy new games every week, you know, sometimes we got to get creative. Sure. Uh, actually, um, this wasn't, uh, well, this wasn't on our last week's episode, but you, that Shadowgate level that you sent me, that game, yeah. was, that level was so cool. Like, uh, Jess, that level was amazing. Jess and I played it and, uh, I even bought a copy of Shadowgate after I played it on the NES because, because I don't know, because I don't think Jess had ever, had ever played it and I was like, I'll get it. And I, I got it for like six bucks off eBay. It's really cheap. You know, I got an original NES one. So do you still have your Game yeah. Boy one? I don't know where my Game Boy one is, unfortunately. And I thought about getting that one again, but I'm like, no, I'm like, fuck it, I'll just get the NES one because my NES works now. So, mm-hmm. so I ordered an NES so, game. I don't know when it's getting. For people, for people who haven't uh, played that level yet in Mario Maker, there is a level that is like an old school first person perspective. Yeah. Uh, what do they call those? Like almost like a point and click game. It is. Um, yeah. 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 Um, a dungeon crawler. Where, Dungeon crawler, yeah, yeah. So you have the the window that shows the 3D perspective, and then on the side you've got um, Mario. You can go up, down, left, or right, go, going in pipes or doors. There's also there's a, a map, map too. at the bottom. Yeah, it says if you're on the first floor or second floor. Uh, it's just wild. It's on like it's at least in the top 20, I think. Mm-hmm. So I don't have the level code with me right now, but uh, go look for it. It's like Mario 3D Maze House or something is the title. Yeah. Yeah, no, Amazing level, very creative. It's really cool because, like, yeah, on the in the top left corner, what's supposed to be like your first person viewpoint or whatever, it'll be like a hallway, and then you'll see like the what the room that you're gonna go to, like in the bottom, in the in the middle of the of the view. It's crazy. Like, so it'll show like a chain chomp down there, and if you go like to the right or whatever, you'll end up in a room with a chain chomp, or like, yeah. So it, it'll actually show you like where you're going and stuff like that. So it's really. It's really, really neat, and it's done really, really well. I wish. Uh, yeah, I want it. Yeah. Do you have a? Do you have Mario Maker two yet, Natasha? No, I don't. I haven't oh. gotten it yet. I really want it though. 
It's, that makes uh, me want it even more. It's a lot of fun. The levels are really, really good. I mean, we've been talking about it. I mean, we've been talking about it for like what, like a month and a half on this show. I feel like yep. since it since mm-hmm. it came out, so it's been uh, it's been a re- reoccurring uh, subject every week, just because it's constantly changing. So it's you always find new stuff that you haven't found yet. And John's put like what almost two hundred hours into it or something like that. So I'm hundred and fifty five <laughs> hours in. Yeah, so he's uh, that's amazing. So he's got a yeah, lot. He's got a lot. Ninety out of, of those hours <laughs> came in the first two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm. I went in hard and fast on Mario Maker 2. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so th- there's a lot, a lot of shit to find on there. And, uh, yeah. And, and I still play it. Like, I still play it with Jess a lot. That's like, uh, she plays that game like every day. So, so we've been messing around with that. Even though, well, we both kind of found it really annoying when you play the, um, when you, when you're trying to play Endless and you try to play anything mm-hmm. other than easy, you only get like five lives. I really wish there was a version where you could just get unlimited lives and you could just play. Because we don't last very long. Because those, because whatever's considered the normal levels are mostly troll levels. You know, it's like I kind of wish, I kind of wish there was an option where you could do like a Smash Brothers, where it's like you could pick like, you know, for fun or for glory, and you can like for fun you just have an unlimited lives, and you could just because a lot of put a filter on there to say the kinds of levels you want. So if you don't want troll levels, you don't have to have troll levels. Yeah, and I feel like some of the levels, I feel like some of the levels actually are fun, but you're going to have to lose lives a few times to get through it. And if you only have five lives you, and you lost like a few of the time before you might only have one life, you know, like it's just, mm-hmm. I really wish there was an option to just like go through it or like a hundred lives or something like that. Like they did on Mario maker one, you know, and make it more fun. That's uh, my rant of Mario maker for the week, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, yeah, it's totally worth getting. If you don't have it, like, I mean, a hundred percent, you know, recommend it. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's, there's plenty of stuff to do on it. And I'm still finding, still finding crazy levels like where, you know, there's like the endless ones where you run into some garbage, but you see, you still see a lot of people online talking about like different levels. Like we played a, like Jess and I played like the Mario, the Mario goes to work level that they mentioned on Retronauts and like Mario joins the Armio and like the one where he comes back with PSD with the, with the <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, PTSD. Yeah, PTSD and he's seeing and like we, the Rocky wrenches pop too, out of the yeah. shelves and yeah, pop yeah. out of the trees and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we played all those levels. Like there's just so much creativity in that game. It's uh, it's ridiculous. It's too uh it's too good for its own good. But yeah, that's the thing too, like since you can make your own levels, like if you're a creative person then it has that value to it as well. Yeah. Yeah, Jess I mean Jess has made like six levels or something like that. She just keeps going with that stuff. All sorts of stuff to play. I think I think you did get something since last week though, Jeremy. You said it you said it on the Slack. I did. Uh, I don't know when I you'll. I don't know. It yet, but I purchased it. Yeah, I don't know when you'll get it in the mail. I expect to expect to wait a while because it sometimes oh, I it know. takes a minute. To I've get ordered here. stuff from them before. Okay, because I ordered. I ordered a cat bus, like a cat bus model for Jess, and and it took me forever to get it. And it's I so think cat bus. Yeah, and I think when I got it, I had to go to the post office to get it because because <laughs> it didn't even come to my apartment. So oh, I'm expecting the same. So some of it gets a little weird, and we're talking about Play Asia. The uh, the summer sale is is over now, but we did a but Jeremy bought a thing and I bought a thing too from there. But I don't know when I don't know. When we'll so I it. bought a game I've been talking about buying since whatever four years now. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I saw it at Disc Replay here in town for twenty bucks, and I kept not buying it. And the day I was finally I'm just gonna go buy it. It was gone. Yeah, it's, so that was disc only, and uh, this is full. I got, yeah, I got the full sealed copy for 20 bucks so i'm happy about it yeah they were doing uh we mentioned it last week uh 
Play Asia it's was like doing $7 a big shipping yeah. to that park. It's kind of a bummer. But. Yeah, we're doing it. We're just doing a big sale. So I mean, it's nineteen ninety nine. That's a great price. That game's really good. Uh, I totally recommend it. I've recommended it a bunch of times on this show. Yeah, Tokyo Mirage Sessions is great. It's a uh, it it's it it says that it's a mix of Fire Emblem, but it's not really. It doesn't feel like Fire Emblem. It feels like more like Persona than than Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem, but. I was, oh, yeah. was going to say you could you could get your uh, Fire Emblem fix from there, but there's it's just like characters from Fire Emblem. It's not really the strategy stuff. But no, I I, I I'm really interested to see what you think about that game when when you get it because I think it's really cool and it's uh, a lot of fun to play. I might actually play my Wii U. Yeah, I actually, well, we could talk. We could do this as a joint one because John and I both get it did did it. But mm-hmm. I've been playing my Wii U because uh, yeah, I went um, John put it on the Slack, but. Yeah, DuckTales Remastered is getting removed from the Wii U eShop. It actually might be gone by the time you're hearing this. Yeah, because it's getting think... removed from all the online shops, not just the Wii U. Because yeah. I, I was wondering, is it on 3DS too? I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if it's... I'm, I'm like, I wonder if it's a contract. I wonder if it's like they're trying to re-release it on Switch or... I don't know. I think it's got to be a contract. That, that's my suspicion because, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, Disney, they like to put things back in the vault, quote-unquote. Sure. Um you know, they got the new DuckTales TV show, which they probably want whatever game they put out now to look like that TV show, not like the old show. Well, I mean, and, they also like they also released the original DuckTales game, both of them, mm-hmm. on the Disney Afternoon Collection, mm-hmm. which which unfortunately wasn't on Switch, but but it was on a PS4 and Xbox. But they did re-release like the better version of the two of those, so maybe they just want to bury the remastered version. I don't know. Maybe they don't want to pay the voice actors anymore. Well, I mean, <laughs> I would say Scrooge McDuck is dead, got, is dead though. Of... Oh yeah, I would say the voice of Scrooge is gone though. He's dead. Yeah, yeah I think he all need, are dead yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know about. Oh wait, well, is they the lady wait? Isn't the Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Didn't she just die? She too? died like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah the one oh, who did God. the one who did the Martin voice for the Simpsons. Yeah, because yeah. she did that as well. Oh, that was the same. And Minnie Mouse. Yeah, yeah. I think they are all dead now. Uh, to get to make the show a little dour here, but yeah, <laughs> not woo. Yeah, but no, I mean, Boo-hoo. But, Boo-hoo. but it was on. Makes you sad. <laughs> it was uh, was it the game was like seventy five percent off? So yeah, three dollars and seventy four cents. Yeah, it's like it was less than four dollars. So I was like, ah, eh, fuck it, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, if I'm not gonna get it now, I'll probably never get it. So I bought it. I played a little bit of it. I played there's a there's a weird new opening level that wasn't in the original game. I played that, mm-hmm. and I played the moon level because I wanted to hear the remix of the moon song. So that's I, exactly what I did. Played I, the opening training level and then went straight to the moon. Yeah, I, you know that song. It's great. I played all of the moon though. I beat the I beat the whole level. Like I, I fought the uh, rat at the end. Did you um Did you try playing it on medium mode or did you just put it on easy, John? I went to medium mode. Cause, uh, cause medium's hard. Cause they only get you two lives, and then you get a game over and start from the beginning if you die. Yeah, I noticed that. I got to the the rat <laughs> at the moon level. I died on him, and I was like, ah, I don't want to keep playing. Oh. Uh, I actually went back and tried the the Amazon level after that, which was I think Amazon probably was my favorite level, but the moon was, you know, that had the best song. So yeah, the moon had the best I, I song. I don't know between I, those two, I felt like it was one of the harder levels. The one, the ones that I always liked was like Transylvania and like oh, the mine and the mine one because those ones are easier. Like I could get through those really easy when I was a kid, mm-hmm. so I, I could play those more. And those are I like the music in the Transylvania level a lot too. Oh sure, yeah. No, I think the music's great all around. But uh, and and that the the Amazon mine or not the whatever it's called the mine one 
where you fight the roly poly guy at the end. I always felt like that was like probably the easiest one, so I would start with that one. And I forget if you can get. I know you get an extra heart in the uh, ice one, but you might get one there too. But yeah, just kind of like, you know, Mega Man style, like trying to build up your stuff for the later things. Mm -hmm. But for this one, if you put it on easy mode, you have unlimited lives, which is great. So there's no like game overs. And it does save like after each, every time you beat something. So I say. It's a pretty short game. So I say easy mode is the way to go. There's no reason to play. Yeah, play it easy, Mm. get through it, learn how it works, and then work your way up. That's what I'll probably do if I buy it. Yeah. Well, if it. This this game has gotten a lot of like criticism because of the uh, because of like the pacing was messed mm-hmm. up and I mean it, you can tell from playing it they put a lot of time into it like they re, you yeah. know they they re-recorded voices they tried to flesh out the story they tried to make sense out of what's happening in the game you know like mm-hmm. oh well you need like like in the space one like you have to collect like three parts of uh, of Gizmo Duck before instead of just getting right. the remote like you would in the original one. To explain right. why he breaks through this wall later and all this stuff. And they build all this story into it. But also, it kind of like, if you played the original game a lot, it's kind of like you don't really want that stuff. You want to just get in there and just play the game. And I would have I would have bought it when it came out if they gave you, if you were able to unlock the original version or just play it without the cutscenes. Like, if they would have had that in there, I would have bought it new when it came out. But it would have been cool to, to have that option. Yeah. But I think, you know, they were pretty upfront about it. They called it remastered, so it tells you up front it's going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And actually, I, from what i played so far, and I think i played about an hour and a half of it, I appreciate the differences. Like, when you go up the, um, at the at the midpoint of the Amazon level, when you climb up the vine, normally you would go up the vine, then you'd go to the left, and you'd jump across the clouds and everything. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in this one. It's different. When you're playing the first part of the level, you have to collect all these different coins throughout the level, and then there's like this ancient Aztec statue that you have to put all the coins into, and then you go to the right instead of to the left. If you know, You're dodging enemies flying to the right for whatever reason. I don't know why they went right instead of left, but they did. So it's just like, oh, this is a little bit different. Yeah, I'm fine with that. If I want to play the original game, I have it behind me in one of these cases back here. Mm. I can play that. I kind of like that it's different. And I like the story aspect, too, because it makes it feel more like the cartoon show. The animation quality is really good. You know, they don't do, yeah. like, lip syncing or anything, yeah. but it's it's it does a, a really good job. It has a Disney level of quality to it. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel more like I'm watching the show. Sure. Plus, I don't know if you tried this, Trey. Did you go into the vault at the beginning? Oh, you can swim in the money? You can swim in the money. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I didn't. I didn't try doing that. No, I just went straight to the level. Yeah, and which I thought was so. That's like what every kid watching the show. That's what we yeah. all wanted to do. We wanted to dive in the money pit. Yeah, and there's no point to it at all. You don't get any, you know, reward digging through the money or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just do it. You just jump in. You can swim around the money, and then you can come back out. I was under that's the great. I was under the impression that he had lost his money in the original game. Because you can, because you can like get three different endings in the original Ducktales game, and oh, one right. and one of them you don't have any money in the end. So I figured that like you must have lost your money before, right? Because there's because the best ending shows him swimming in the money at the end, and that's if you collect mm-hmm. all of the uh, extra treasures and stuff through all the levels. But if you don't get any of the treasures and don't collect that many diamonds, you can get the worst ending where he has nothing in his fault. There's nothing there. So that's why I was under the impression that maybe he had lost his money in the beginning. And that's why he has nothing in the end. I don't know. That was my own like headcanon of the game when I was playing it as a kid. Mm-hmm. I just kind of made up that story for it because there's not really a story. But I don't know. I thought I figured that was why he was going to all those different places was because like 
whatever Flint Gold or whatever like stole his money, like the guy he runs mm-hmm. into, like his arch nemesis. I don't know, but yeah, that, no, that's cool. I didn't, I didn't know you could do that. And yeah, no, I think the animation's incredible on the on the characters. Like, I feel like they move really well. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I'm not really a huge fan of the uh, 3D mixed with 2D that's going on there. It feels a little jarring to me. Like 3D backgrounds. I don't like, notice with, any with, with 2D. No, I mean that's how the game is. The oh. back the backgrounds are 3D or polygon, but the characters are are like really cool HD sprite animated. So I kind of wish it doesn't mesh well. I just kind of wish everything was sprite and not just. You know, 3D plus Sprite. I don't know. It did kind of, especially that first level that they made, it felt really weird. But yeah, I mean, for three dollars for three something, it's totally worth it. Yeah, no, I, I played. Yeah, I played around with it for a couple hours. Actually, used. Uh, yeah. I, I was just playing it off of the off of the remote, off of the Wii U remote, like in bed, and mm-hmm. uh, and I was and I set it down to watch the Pokemon Direct, and I was like, and I was like, man, I was like, how do I put this thing to sleep? And I'm like, oh wait. Oh yeah, I can't do that because the system didn't do that. <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> like I thought, I thought it was a switch for a second. I'm like, where's the? I'm like, where's the like sleep button on this? And I'm like, oh yeah, no, yeah, okay, never mind. It doesn't. So I just, you turned... just hit you hit home and then just let it sit. Yep, you hit yeah. home and then you go. You can go to controller options and you can turn the screen off and that's about all you can do. But it's still, but I was still out of battery power in like a couple hours because I just left it on and I like pick it up and play with it, you know, and and then it was like dead quickly so but yeah wii u more wii u games yay <laughs> yay i had one more thing um about mario maker actually so i got the world record on the number one most popular course again the exact same way that i got it last time not anymore though i mean last time i played i didn't see you there or maybe it's a different number one now no it's a different one it's a different level and how I got it last time and how I got it this time was I happened to be playing the game. I refreshed the menu and then just some random level popped up to number one Yeah, that nobody had really played. I think there was like 800 people had played it. You know, normally you see the number one, it's like 20,000 people have played or 300,000, whatever. So I played this level. I tried it for like an hour. So I, like, oh, I can probably get the record on this one. I did. I got it. And it was a speed running course too. So, because it was a speed run course, there's like a, you know, when you hit the fastest that you can go, like that's, that's yeah, no, it. nobody I, can beat you because it's because it's like 18 seconds right. or something, right? That you got, but you can't get any higher than that. Yeah, right. I got 18.35, and like that was it. And then I actually went back like yesterday, and I, I thought I could get a little bit faster. I was trying to figure out how I how I got it because uh, I I don't know. I just somehow skipped ahead and like. I didn't. I didn't know how I got it that fast. Well, I went back to figure it out a second time. I figured it out and I got it a little bit faster. What it was? Here's a trick for you. Um, you can go. You can skip a couple frames if you are running. You jump into a slanted ceiling. Mario will skip a couple of frames forward, hmm. and you can see it. It's noticeable. Go back and do it every time, time and time again. You'll skip a couple frames forward. And so that's how I, the first time I got it by accident, the second time I figured out what it was and I worked for it and I got a little bit faster. So I have the record still on the level, but the rec- the level is now, I think, number 100 in the popularity. Yeah. But, oh, wow. Yeah. So if you want the world record, just play <laughs> Mario Maker for a couple hours, keep checking the list, and every <laughs> once in a while, a level is going to pop up at number one. Yeah. Just totally out of random, at random. I don't know why. 
but there it is. Yeah, I can't figure. We're, I can't really figure out like what, how they get up there, or or does anybody know what the difference is between hot and new? Like, aren't those the same? I don't know because <laughs> a lot of the hot ones aren't played know. at all. Like this, I think hot is like like the Twitter equivalent of like trending. Yeah, but I mean, but those, but those things are like liked, or like people have looked at them. Like the ones that are in hot, like it. A lot of times, it shows nobody has played the level that's there. So I'm like, why is oh. it hot? Or it has like yeah. a really, it has really low like uh, foot traffic. I don't know. Mm. Like hot usually means it's like trending and it's yeah. new yeah. and everyone really likes it and it's like yeah. a spicy thing that everyone's like mm-hmm. digging into. Yeah. New is just means like new. Lots of comments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think news is random. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't really figure that out. But yeah, no, that's uh, that's cool. You have a got a record on there, and you, you're already getting into finding glitches in there, like to <laughs> to jump at yeah. certain times and all that. So it's getting getting hardcore. Get a, yeah, that's part of the fun now. I'm realizing is just trying to figure out like the Kaizu how you get a, maybe so. I don't know how to get a, a little bit faster is kind of fun. Yeah, those those uh, speed run levels are pretty cool. I haven't played one in a while, but I liked it when I when I did at the time. Yeah, of course uh, we've all we've all been playing that game still. Uh, let me uh, let me run through some of the stuff that I've been playing real quick. I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time on there. Um, I, speaking of when when Jeremy was talking about Forager and uh, Castlevania and all that, I started playing Bloodstained again because Bloodstained just uh, they just got their first patch for Switch to make it run smoother. So I've noticed that it's a little bit faster. There's still some weird some weird loading time in between uh, in between screens, which kind of sucks. But I mean, it was playable. I played it for like another like I don't know four or five hours. I played it while I was editing last week on Thursday. So. And I got to that um I got to that two headed dragon boss that was in one of the trailers, and uh, it was really hard. So I quit for a while because <laughs> because I couldn't mm-hmm. beat it. But no, I mean it's it's a uh, I feel like it's coming together. Like they they released their first patch to make it run better. So and I I found a notice noticeable difference on there. So it's still it's still fun to play. It's still a little. The weird thing is like you know you know like in Castlevania where you go from like one screen to like the next. Sometimes there's way too much blackness in between the two of them. That can be really annoying, where you'd have to wait a minute for it to load. Especially if you're, like, jumping into a level, and, like, you have to wait. <laughs> and it's, like, you know, you might, like, not be paying attention, and then by the time it loads, you fall back through, and then you got to wait again, and then you got to jump back up there. But they said that they're they're adding more patches, so hopefully more stuff will come. But, but yeah, I feel like it's coming around on the Switch, you know. It's become better, easier to play and all that. And uh, also, uh, do, against against what I said many episodes ago, ago, I re-downloaded Fortnite just because I wanted to play around with the mechs that were on there because there's giant robots in there, and that's what uh, did it for me. And it's still, uh, you know, it's still the same. It's still kind of, it's still Fortnite. It's still kind of boring. But but I got to shoot some giant robots. I haven't gotten to ride any, any yet, so I did that. I played a couple matches and just ran around trying to find mechs. So yeah. I did that. I'm not really. It's sure. just like a vehicle, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's a vehicle, and you can basically destroy full houses with them, so you can collect stuff like way easier. Like that's what I was looking into. It kind of reminds me of like a uh, blast core on 64. You know where you have the, mm-hmm. you know where you have the robots that do like the where they like flip and like put their feet into the into the buildings and destroy it like that. That's kind of how these work. Like you fly up and then you do like a butt stomp, but you like flip over and and kick the and kick the building and you get more stuff and. I don't know. It looked fun, and the game's free, so it's like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll try it again. 
So I, so I played a little bit of that, but not much. Uh, also, speaking of what you were saying on Forager, Jeremy, another thing it reminded me of, uh, Fire Emblem, because my guys are like so super overpowered now that they kill a lot of people in one hit, too. So it's uh, my my uh, my characters have been pretty maxed out on that game. And I ended up getting Petra on the side of a Golden Deer, so that did work for me. I was able to recruit uh, somebody from, from the other side onto the team. And I've been working on... Uh, uh, was it a Dor- Dorothea and Bernadette to try to get them over as well before the, before the time change? And I'm at I think I'm at like the game says I'm over 20 hours and I'm in uh, I'm in October so I still have like five months till the time change, but it's still great. I still love that game. It's still a lot of fun to play. I don't know if you I don't know if you got Fire Emblem Natasha or if you've heard about it. The Three Houses. Uh, I've heard about it. It's more of a brothers kind of game. I oh, never okay. really got into the Fire Emblem series, sure. but I know it's like the big rage right now. Yeah. Especially the mobile version of the game. Oh, Heroes. Yeah, Heroes. Yeah. Okay. Like everyone's like obsessed with that right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Heroes. Yeah. But I'm not too familiar yeah. with Fire Emblem besides from Smash. Yeah. No, I mean it's so. just like yeah, it's like a strategic RPG, but I think this is. Three Houses is probably the best one I think I've played in a while so far. So it's been a lot of fun. It's one of those things. It's it's like the uh, what do you, what do you call it? It's like the Breath of the Wild effect, where it's like I'm just going to play this game for a little bit, and then all of a sudden you've played it for six hours, and you're like, what happened? <laughs> that's kind of how that that's kind of how that game's hold on me's been. But but it's a lot of fun. Oh, wow. It's it's cool. It, but yeah, if you play it, you have to be ready to to not to to be sucked in for a while because it's hard to just play a little bit of it. But you know that's that's super cool. I've been playing that. Uh, DC Universe Online launched this week, so that's my uh, that's my pick of the week because it's free. It's totally free. You don't have to pay anything for it, and it's a lot of fun. Is it any good? Oh yeah, I mean I, I played it before. Like I played many hours of it on PS3, so it's very familiar to me to get back into it. I've made I made two characters so far. I had six characters in the original one, but no, it's basically. I mean, it's the only MMO that I ever played, and it uh. Takes place in the DC universe, obviously, and the idea is, uh, in the future, all of the superheroes kill each other except for Lex. He's the only one that lives, and uh, he goes back in time to warn you about this like coming, this this coming fight that's going to happen and all that. So he he releases this stuff into the air that makes everyone on the planet become super. So all of a sudden, everyone's a superhero. Is what the story of the game is. So, Did you make your own? You don't play as like Batman or no? You you make your own, but you can choose who you study under. Like if you want to be, like you can be like Batman's apprentice. So Batman will be like give, be giving you missions and stuff like that. Or you could be like the Joker's apprentice, and you could fight. You know, go against uh, the good guys and stuff like that. There's there's six different um there's six different what you can align with. You can either be uh, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, or like their their evil counterparts. But but you make your own character, but you'll train under them. So they'll so they'll tell you what to do. Like I I just created a like an evil Superman type character. I made just like this this super. I made like this big this big uh, Hulk woman that's like uh, I made her all like black and white and uh, made her cool looking. I just wanted to make an evil super like super person, you know. And I was working for Lex Luthor, and I was basically going around giving mutagen to to college students to turn them into monsters and stuff like that. Like so, you get to do fun like bad guy missions and shit like that. So that was, and there's like, 
you know, there's missions where you go after certain, like I was fighting Power Girl, like she was one of the early ones that you do, but yeah, there's, I mostly played the single, the single player missions on that, weirdly, it's an MMO, but I never really did any of the raid stuff, but I see, there's a lot of people on there, I've seen a lot of people flying around, because like, you'll, you know, you'll be in like Metropolis or Gotham City or whatever, and there's like a hub where you can talk to different guys and get missions, but you'll see a bunch of other people running around, or you'll be playing a mission, and you'll see somebody else show up. And help you on your mission just randomly, but they can't attack you and stuff like that. But, yeah, no, it's just as fun as it was before. Uh, it ended up being half the gigabyte amount than it was on PS4, thankfully. it was. I remember it being over 50 gigs when I downloaded it for PS3 originally. So now it's like 25. So, But it, but it's it's totally free to play. Um, some of the – some of the like when you're building your character, you can also choose what kind of powers they have. And there's a bunch mm-hmm. of powers that they've added, which you can get through buying a membership. So there's only so many amount, a certain amount of powers that you can use from the beginning for free. But if you, anybody who played the game originally, all the stuff is still in there. Like all, like as far as I got on the PS3 version, that's still all free. And so, but there's like, you know, there's, there's like events and stuff that you can buy, like with, that get more in depth with the characters and stuff like that. But I mean, it's, you can get a lot of, I mean, you could probably get like 60 hours out of it at least for free. So it's totally worth it. I'm saying if anybody likes comic books, like superheroes, Maybe wanted to play Ultimate Alliance but couldn't afford it. You could play uh, <laughs> DC Universe Online. It's kind of like that, but you know you don't get to k- control your other characters. But no, it's super cool. Yeah, you get, you make your own guy, and you can you can do a you can make him a flyer, you can make him a speedster, or you can make him like a kind of like a Spider-Man type character where you can climb walls. Like so, there's that. So kind of the different ways for you to get around the city. So, and that's that's kind of how I did in the other one. In the original, the characters I made. Uh, I made Zangief, I made uh, Samus, I made the Toxic Avenger, I made, uh, what else did I make? I made the Lizard, I made like a character for myself that just looked like Ghost Rider, and I made Pennywise from It, were like my six characters that I made in the original one. And so far I've made, so far I made Toxic Avenger again, that was my first character that I made. And then I made that like the devil, I call her the devil doll, but that's the the evil Superman character, I just just made that earlier, because I wanted to make an evil flyer just cause nobody's, I haven't, I think the only person that flew in my last one was Pennywise. And I felt I wanted to do like two and two and two, you know, like two, like one good flyer, one bad flyer, like one good speedster, one bad speedster, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's still, it's still super fun to play. It's like an action RPG, you know, in MMO fashion, but yeah, it's awesome for completely free. If you're looking for something to play for a while, that's my recommendation. If nobody has played it yet, I think I should mention uh, for DC Universe Online, if you're planning on playing the game entirely in handheld mode, it does the same thing as Mortal Kombat 11 does. Like whenever you put the system to sleep and you try to turn it back on, it will automatically kick you out of whatever you're doing just because it needs a constant internet connection. So that is kind of something to think about if you're planning on trying to play it on the go. But it's it's an MMO, and it is the only MMO on the on the Switch right now, which is pretty crazy. But... So yeah, think that's that is one thing. I've only played it on the dock, so I didn't really experience that, but I just tried it out a little bit before we started recording. And yeah, if you if you're like in the middle of something and you you know, and you go to sleep and come back, it'll take you back to the main menu. But it, it auto saves regularly, like you don't have to save yourself or anything like that. So it'll just kick you out and then you gotta go back to where you were. So if you wanna if you're playing it on handheld, you gotta just like set it down if you gotta do something else. And then, you know, even though I don't think you can even pause it because it's an MMO. So, yeah, just, you know, just realize that that's the way the game works and that's how you got to do it. 
if you want to try to play it handheld. But aside from that, I, I really dig it. Also, I, I tried to do the Captain Toad trial on the Japanese eShop, but it wouldn't let me wouldn't let me open it. So, also the Captain it, Toad trial. Uh, it's the same as the tennis, like the as the Mario Tennis, except uh, you could download Captain Toad for a week and play it for free. Uh, and okay. I really wanted, I really wanted to, because I wanted to try the VR on there, but uh, it wouldn't let me do it. it. Wouldn't let me open it. I think I, I think I need to have another Nintendo online service. <laughs> I think I need one for my Japanese account as well, and yep. I, I'm not going to do that. But I, I thought that maybe it would let me do it, kind of like they do with the NES games, you know, where you can do it back and forth. But, but it didn't. So, yeah, yeah we mentioned that we would, you know, I'd mentioned whether it worked or not, and it didn't. And also as a preview to our. Show to our next show me your game, which is our Patreon only episode. I've been playing a lot of Tony Hawk games. I played through the first three Tony Hawk games, so that's what I've been doing on the side for my stream. Just because uh, I just you know I wanted to play those games again because we're going to do we're going to talk about Tony Hawk in the future. And uh, Tony Hawk's twentieth anniversary is actually coming up on August thirty first, so it's totally man, it's totally topical and all oh. that. But I played through I played to, through to the credits on the first one. Um, on the second one, I just played through to where I could get all the levels and I did the same thing on the third one. So, so I could either play more of the third one or jump straight to the fourth one, but I want to at least get to, uh, underground. Cause I think that's my favorite Tony Hawk. It's five, right? So, uh, yeah, underground is five and I got all the way to seven cause uh, I think seven was wasteland was the last one I played. And of course, like uh downhill jam, the Wii one <laughs> also, I think I bought that one a long, long time ago, but yeah, no, they're they're still fun. I still hate Tony Hawk too, but we'll talk about it more in our in our uh, Patreon episode once we get to that. But yeah, that's what that's what I've been playing. What what have you been doing, Natasha? I've been playing. First of all, I've been playing like a lot of Pokemon Go because like they they just had a big, huge in-game Team Rocket event. So like Team Rocket's now in the game, and you have to fight them. And now Giovanni's appearing in the game. Yeah, I, I don't that. know where they're going with the Giovanni part, but it's kind of interesting. Like they brought back Shadow Purif and like Shadow and then Purification of Pokemon, like in Pokemon Coliseum and yeah, Pokemon yeah. XD Gale of Darkness. Mm -hmm. And it's been a really interesting take on it. It's like really nostalgic. It's very different for the game, and it's like it brought a lot of people back to playing the game who hadn't played it for a long time. Can you like steal Pokemon from Masters then? Because that's how you would do it in uh, Coliseum and Gale of Darkness. Not yet. I'm intrigued to see what they would do because, like, the only people you can really battle that's actually not other trainers, like your friend list, would be like the in-game gym leader. Or, I mean, like the team leaders, like Candela, Blanche, and Spark. And then the other in-game trainers are would be Team Rocket. Mm. So I'm wondering what they're going to do along those lines or what Giovanni's going to do to the game. I'm still intrigued to see what's going to be happening with that. But I'm not sure. But they also just had Community Day and they just had a Rayquaza come into the game and he'll be here for like the next month. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So that's been that train. But in other games, I got into Limbo, and I've been streaming that. Oh, that's so good. Oh, yeah, I saw I that. that. I think that's – I think you've been playing on PC, but I think it's available for, for Switch now. But, yeah, no, that, yeah. Game, that game's really cool. I played it on – I think it was on a PlayStation Plus one, one month, and I played it played it on that. But, yeah, it's very creepy, very atmospheric, very fun. Is this your first time playing this? Yeah, I went in completely blind, and I had no idea the character was going to die if I messed up. 
<laughs> and I, I was yeah. in for such a shock at that when that happened. I was just like, oh, what? Doesn't I, he just like lay there until you hit a button? Um, he lays there until the game just like resets itself and yeah. puts you back uh, okay. at the place you were before. Mm-hmm. And like, I got pretty far, but it's like it's like really really frustrating after a while because you keep dying if you don't do it right, and you just like you just die. So that spider mm. was torture. If you guys oh, yeah. remember the oh, yeah. spider. No, I remember the spider. But it's fun when you're done. When you're, it's fun when you're what? When, when you, feel, you feel good when you beat it. Once you're done with the spider. Okay, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it did feel good to beat the spider, but it was like, it took a, while, a long time to figure out how to do it. Because like, that little seesaw part of the game, where you have to like, accurately time like when to jump up onto the cliff when the spider hits a log that was so frustrating oh my god but it's a really really well done game i love the whole art style and how it's black and white and that uses mm-hmm. lots of different gray tones and blurriness to make it more like i don't know like ominous i can't say that right now um but and then the audio use is so cool too it just yeah. makes all of the sound mm-hmm. and it's so different so you play- the game is so good. I played it all with a keyboard. I did not have a, a controller, but I was so enticed by it that I muscled through using just a keyboard for a platforming game. That's saying something. That is. That is saying something. I'm also using a keyboard right now. Um, I want to get it for my Switch as well because I want to see what it's like using the Joy-Cons to play the game and just compare the two. But the keyboard trick is really hard. The timing because you're just using the arrow keys and C arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, just such different controls. I can, I can imagine that part with the spider must be really really difficult to do with the to do with the keyboard. Oh my gosh, I don't it know was. if I can do it. It's way easier with the controller. Uh, Limbo, yeah, Limbo's only nine ninety nine for Switch. If anybody's uh, looking into getting that, it's super cheap. Not, on, not I was on, thinking that yeah. game is like one of the original of this era of indie games, like. It came out like right around when Steam was first becoming popular. Um, was it like 2005 or six? It was a while ago now. Yeah, it's been a while. I played it on the PS3, so it's, it was the single digit 2000s. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's still. I'm sure it still holds up though. Like I, I, it made a big impression on me when I played it. So thought it was really good. Yeah, I haven't played all the way through Inside, but that's supposed to have a similar aesthetic. Yeah, that's on the Switch too. That one's twenty. Yeah, I yeah, want to get that. You got that one as well. Nineteen ninety nine. I don't know if you guys do this, but if you if you go on the eShop and you mark a game that you like, Nintendo will actually send you an email every time it goes on sale. So if you wanna if if you if you're on the mailing list of Nintendo, you can actually like flag something as as like un, put it on your wish list or whatever. And like, if you if it's on sale, they'll email you about it, which is pretty cool. Steam does that too. Yeah, and and it's and it's like oh. if, also if you mark something that isn't out yet, it'll email you when it comes out and say, hey, this game is out that you want. That's what happened to me with uh, Red Faction because I forgot that it was coming out and I marked it, and Nintendo was like, oh yeah, by the way, buy this game, and I'm like, okay, fine. So then I went and got it. I mean, it's <laughs> it's, it's a cool way it's a cool way to keep track of things if you're trying to find something that's on sale, they'll let you know about it. Or just continue to listen to us because we'll tell you about sales later on this. We'll email you if you want. Yeah. 
That would be yeah. wonderful. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, we can uh, up- we can update you. Is that is that all you've been playing for this week? Um, I've also been playing a Pokemon Sapphire here and there just for nostalgia purposes. Oh yeah, on the uh, um, the original one, right? On the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, on the Game Boy Advance. It's nice. been great. I am trying so hard not to make my first Pokemon the OP one, but it's already become really OP. Mm. <laughs> I forgot to train my other Pokemon. So I'm playing that, and I'm actually planning on getting back into Animal Crossing New Leaf this week because I really miss it. Nice. So, yeah, I, I want to see what I'm going to do with that game. It's you... like an an anticipation. Okay. An, <laughs> an anticipation. I can't say that word. Anticipation. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Why can't I say that? Um, yeah. So for the new Animal Crossing Switch game, yeah, I was, gonna I was say, just uh, at GameStop earlier today, and I saw the box on the shelf, and I got a little chilled on my spine. Oh, New Horizons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Did they have uh, boxes of uh, Luigi's Mansion and stuff like that? They did. Also? Yeah, yeah. They had a box for Luigi, Luigi's Mansion as well. Mm-hmm. I can't say Luigi. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was I don't know if you if you got any of those game vouchers uh, Natasha but you know they're doing those deals where like you get two games for $100 on the Switch and I got a yeah. I got two of them I got two of them to use for like Mario Maker uh Fire Emblem uh Marvel Ultimate Alliance and Dragon Quest Builders but I bought two more before they went out and uh I'm glad that I didn't get a third one because they're completely off of the eShop now. Like, you can't look and see what's eligible anymore. Now it's just kind of up in the air, I guess. Because it oh. used to have a thing that showed, like, which... And if you buy... Like, if you buy one, you get a year to use it. So I'm pretty sure I can still use it. But I'm glad I didn't take a gamble and be like, well, maybe they'll be... Because I thought maybe Doom like maybe Doom would go in there or something like that. And there might be another one. Or, like, The Witcher or... I don't know. So I thought about getting three. But, yeah. It didn't didn't get get put up there yet, but they've removed all of it from the eShop now. A week later, all of the all that was left of the game vouchers has disappeared. Have you have you been able to play? I don't think it's out yet, but have you played that uh, Masters mode or what is it called? The new Pokemon uh... Pokemon Masters. Yeah, the new the new so, phone game. I actually haven't gotten it yet because my phone was too full. Um, but let me see if I can download it now. Oh, okay. Because I actually want it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know if it was. I didn't know if it was out yet, or if it was still in like demo mode. Yeah. Or no, it's still out. People, for some people, I think it was in demo mode, but now it's completely available for everybody, and it's gotten so many good ratings. It's like people are saying this is the best Pokemon mobile game aside from Pokemon Go. Nice. It, it looks good. It's. I don't know if it's different for Android, but. As far as iOS, it says that you can pre-order it and that it's coming out on the 29th. So you can be, oh, okay. you can kind of do the same thing as the Switch, where like they'll email you and let you know when it's out. I think it'll also like automatically download to your phone if you if you get yeah. the pre-order now. So yeah, so okay, now I know what I did. So I guess I could have gotten a beta version of this game on my phone, but now I can't. So now it says I can pre-order it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks yeah. cool from what I'm I've, what I've seen okay. of it. Should be out at the end of the month. But yeah, no, I was, I was curious if you... I I thought, yeah, there were probably some betas floating around, so I wasn't sure if you'd gotten that or not. But The only other game I've been playing is just a standard PC game called The Crooked Man. It's like an old JRPG horror game. Oh, okay. That yeah, 
it's crazy. Like, basically, you're playing, like, you have to basically save yourself from this guy who is crooked. It's based on, it's based off of that old Crooked Wives tale yeah. about a crooked man. The crooked man that lived on the crooked street, like like all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's based off of that, and this guy made this game based about based off of that story and turned it into a complete horror game. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like right now I'm battling through a hotel trying to escape him, and he's so fast. I'm trying to like find these old items around this hotel. Mm. Because like this guy's apartment was haunted, and it's this game is insane. It's really hard to describe, but it's available on Steam. Oh, okay, is it like so, an action game or like a survival horror? Survival horror. Mm-hmm. But it's like an RPG yeah. too, right? You can level up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not no leveling up actually. Oh. Okay. Wait, actually, too. I need to relook at that because I see there's an HP status bar, so I don't know. If I'm going to be able to level up exactly yet. Mm. So we'll see. But this game is really worth taking a try. Because it's just so twisted. I think it's really spooky. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that type of stuff. All right. Well, uh, let's take a break. And then we'll come back and talk about some new stuff. Maniacs, would you like to get some bonus shows for Nintendo Main Podcast? Well, you can get them on the Patreon, and I'm going to mark down the price to $1 a month. So if you get pay $1 a month for a year, that's less than the Nintendo online service. Do it right now. Go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. You can go there and you can get the Nintendo Main Expansion Pack episodes. You could also get our live shows, and you can also listen to the regular feed of Nintendo Main and Drunk Monday without commercials. And you'll get them before anybody else does. That website again is patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Go there right now. It's not growing. What do you mean? Oh, uh, the question mark block. I hit it in the, the bean popped out of the top but the vine didn't grow out oh i guess it must be a podcoin wait what is podcoin well podcoin is an app where you can make money listening to podcasts like you can listen to podcasts like us nintendo main or drunk monday on there and uh, many many other podcasts that you like to listen to basically the way it works is you get points you get a point per every 10 minutes that you listen to of a podcast, and you can use your points to donate to charity. You can use it to buy Amazon gift cards and other stuff like that on there. And uh, if you want to get an automatic 300 points, you can use the code Nintendo Main, and you'll start with What's 300. It's Nintendo Main. That is our code. You can check it out right there. You can find it on Android or iOS. Check it out. Wow, I was just trying to get the cloud world.
let's get into the news here. Let's actually let's start off with the uh, with the deals, which I made sure and uh, dug deep into the eShop to let you know about all the deals for the week, just like I like to do here Gee, on thanks, the show. Jay. First off, uh, WWE 2K18 is fourteen ninety nine right now till uh, August eleventh. That's one of those games that I'm just like really curious about playing. I know it's kind of not good, but it's like how uh, how low does it have to get before I actually try it out? I don't know. It's just yeah, that got a lot of flack when that came out for being very unpolished. Yeah, well, then I felt like two. What was it? NBA Two K eighteen kind of got that too, and you got that one, and you Did ended it? up liking it. That one's on sale I too. Two K Two K nineteen. Yeah, I got that one. That one's I got it for three bucks. So yeah, I think I it's can't complain. I think it's great for three bucks. I think it's on sale again for like fifteen now, but you can't beat can't beat three bucks. But, I think it'd still be worth it for fifteen, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but you know, for anybody who's still wanting to try out WWE two K eighteen, it's fourteen ninety nine. I mean, I guess that's pretty low for something that might you might get some enjoyment out of. I don't know. <laughs> I've just been kind of monitoring it, so it's on there. But a different game that's like way way better than that. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters Fighter Z is now seventeen ninety nine. On the Switch, that game is fucking badass. So if you like, uh, if you want to play a really, really good fighting game that has a cool story and you're into Dragon Ball and all that, it's totally worth getting. I think you can get the um, you can get like the deluxe version, I think, for thirty, and that was on sale too. But yeah, that's like seventy percent off. It's totally worth it if you were like on the fence about getting it. Totally go get it because it's great. I uh, I enjoyed what I what I played of it, and it's. I think John mentioned it before. It's basically all your moves are are uh, super moves. For yeah. the most part. A lot that of was my remember. impression of it. Yeah. Like I hit A and it was like I sent some guy flying off to another planet, smashing yeah. through rocks and stuff. Like, whoa, all right. Yeah. Makes you feel like a badass. Yeah, and it's only eighteen. Yeah. This is go super saiyan on it. It's uh yeah, and it's only it's only eighteen bucks. It's on sale to to the thirteenth, so that's a really, really good one. Also, uh this is one I was thinking about getting, but it just it came out this week and I'm just like I can't fit it in with all my other games. But Pillars of Eternity, I know Jeremy's heard that term before, because they talk about it on Axe of the Blood God all the time, but it's finally coming to Nintendo Switch, and it's 20% off as of right now, till the 15th, and I think it's coming out tomorrow, or it's coming out yesterday, I guess. It's coming out Thursday, the 8th, for 40 and I think it's normally 60 50 I don't know. That was one I was thinking about getting, but I don't know enough about it, and there's too much other shit coming out right now, so I can't get it, but... For anybody who's interested in it, it's on sale right now. Also, I might actually get this one. Speaking of uh, scary stuff, as we were talking about earlier with the Crooked Man and all that, Layers of Fear Legacy is on sale for three ninety nine under four bucks. That was a game I was interested in looking into. It's it's kind of like it's another, I guess, one of those survival horror type games where you don't have a gun, but it's a guy, about a guy who like paints pictures out of human like blood and stuff like that. It really looks really cool from what I've seen of it. It's very, you know, horror stuff. And under $4 is, I don't know, that's my kind of price. I might end up just getting that one just to see what it is because I've been interested in it for a while. Also, yeah. uh, my my racing game of the year, Team Sonic Racing, is on sale for twenty seven ninety nine through eight fourteen. If anybody hasn't played that or wants to play a racing game that's good, check that out. Still relatively a new game. It is. But, I mean, so, like, I what, feel, two months ago? Uh, I think it's more than that. I feel like it was. I feel like it was earlier in the year, but yeah, no, it's like uh, it's like twelve bucks off. It's a great game. I liked it a lot better than uh, Crash Team Racing, which came out. So definitely check that out if you're looking for a racing game. 
Also, uh, the tennis, the Mario Tennis Aces trial is up right now. You can get the game for free for like a week. It's a uh, you have to have the Nintendo online service, but that's awesome. I'm glad that Nintendo's finally doing like game I gotta trials. I got to pay twenty bucks. You got to pay twenty bucks? Oh yeah. No, no. <laughs> you already have it. Yeah, I know all the yeah. people who are still butthurt about that. It's twenty bucks, man. That's nothing. Yeah, it really isn't. But yeah, it's so uh, worth it. Yeah, no, the Mario Tennis game. I think I know Jeremy was kind of bummed on it, but I think it's good. They keep uh, they keep adding stuff to it. I think it's still fun to play. And if you just want to jump in there and play the single player mode, you could totally play through that like in a week. You know, I definitely so, liked the demo more. Yeah, but I mean, what you can do in the demo, you can do in this as well. And it's also on sale till the twentieth for forty one ninety for forty one dollars and ninety nine cents. I hope they do this a lot more with other with other stuff because, I, like I said before, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker has the same thing going on in Japan right now, where you can do where you can download it and play it free for a week. And uh, yeah, they sh- I, hopefully maybe they'll do the Treasure Tracker later, or maybe they'll do the tennis one in Japan. I don't know, but if it, if anybody hasn't played it and they want to play it, it's it's a fun game, you know, and you can. Yeah, play it free for a week till like the thirteenth, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I went to check it out, and I looked on the front page. I thought it, I thought there would be like something splashed on the front of the eShop, like "Hey, try out Mario Tennis." Yeah. But I think it's a little bit um, like they should do. They should do more to advertise it. Yeah, because like, you actually have to go to the game, and it's just a little button that says "Try it." You know, yeah. Game Pass, whatever it says. But they should put it up at the front of the shop. Mm-hmm. Hey, Who was it? Try it. It wasn't even in Free the fe- week. It wasn't even in the featured category. I looked in featured. It wasn't there. Oh, weird. If it was there. It was down at the bottom somewhere. I didn't see it. Because that's how I found the Captain Toad one in the Japanese shop. Just because it's all in Japanese, so I can't put in Captain or Toad. It won't find it because it's all in Japanese characters. So I had. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, I found it. It was at the very top of the featured one. It's like here, try this for free, you know. And then I download for free, and that didn't work. But but yeah, no, I'm surprised they're not. Yeah, they're not advertising that. Maybe they just want to they want to do it but they don't want anybody to know about it. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that's our deals for this week as far as I've seen. Uh I think a couple of the of the deals from last week might be still going until the 9th. Like I said, this is dropping on the 9th and hopefully they'll keep uh DuckTales for the entirety of the 9th so you can get it before the end of the day. I don't know. Either that or they're taking it off eight on the on the night of the eighth. I don't know. I don't know how their terminology is. Because sometimes stuff is on sale through a certain day, but it's actually will be on sale that day. They're not like cutting it before, so I don't know. So check that out. Uh do you want to talk about this rumors thing? Sure. There's a rumor cooking. Cooking th- mama <laughs> might be coming to the switch. How about that? It's uh, been like I think since it's two thousand seven. I, I think Yay. it's. I think it's real. Josh's happy about cooking, Mama. All right. Yeah, I love cooking, Mama. <laughs> it's my thing. Yeah, I love the Wii version. That's how I started on this whole train. Oh, nice. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, I think. Uh, I mean, I'd be surprised. Like as of right now, I've gotten to the point of there's just too. I mean, there's always been too much shit on the Switch, but now there's too much shit that I'm interested in on the Switch, where it's just kind of like I can't get everything. I just don't have time to play everything and. And I feel like Cooking Mama, why not? They'll put that on there, too. I feel like it's... And it's not really overly graphically or anything like that. It's totally, or totally like make that. it yeah. work. You could you could do the motion control if you want, but I'm sure you could take it out. I've actually never played any of those games, but they looked incredibly charming from what I from what I saw. So. I think I tried a demo or something. Like, I want to say they put out a demo on 
3DS or they might have whatever they whatever they did. Yeah, but yeah, Cooking Mama Cookstar is the rumored name of this game, and this comes from this rumor comes from uh, a rating in Australia that was spotted, mm. um, and it's also been rated in Germany. So looks pretty good that this Cooking Mama game is going to happen. Yeah, I, I believe it. I mean, it's not like it's not like an absurd rumor, like the like the like the Switch Pro or anything like that. <laughs> you know, I think it's a good possibility of that coming out. There were some uh, there were some games that got actual release dates. The Ghostbusters game coming out October fourth, right before Luigi's Mansion three, trying to trying to like nose their way in there before the real Ghostbusting game comes out. I don't know how you guys. Uh, I, I'd like to play that. one. Luigi is now the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, dude, Luigi is the real deal, man. <laughs> Fuck that old the, the old term for their cartoon show when they called themselves <laughs> the real Ghostbusters. Luigi is the real Ghostbuster. I'm just, I call for a crossover. Yeah, that'd be cool. Right. That's the only way to settle this. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray versus Charles Martinet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, Ghostbusters is coming out right, right before, uh, right before Luigi's Mansion. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in it. I played the Wii version. I never played the PS3 version that this one is. So, so yeah. I remember hearing good things about that game. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's all right. It's basically your Ghostbusters 3 movie that you never got, except it's starring right. you as the new character. And, uh, and they got all the voices in there. The cool thing about the, uh, Wii one versus that is the Wii one, they actually made it like look more like the cartoon than the movie. And I thought the art style was cool on it. And also in the Wii oh. one, there's a co-op mode, and you can play as a girl. You can't do that in the in the PS3 one. So there were some parts that they did, some stuff that they did better on the other side for the Wii version. They should let you do both. Like it'd be kind of cool to be able to jump between the art styles. I'd be I'd be into that, but it seems like it's just going to be the one. What's this uh, Devil's Hunt game about? I haven't heard about it. Uh, I just saw a trailer for it. It looks. Uh, I don't know. I can't really say that much about it either but uh i thought I, I was confusing it for like a devil may cry spinoff or something it kind of looks like that yeah well devil devil may cry is on here i i've heard nobody right. talk about it but it is on it is on the switch now yeah this game called devil's hunt is coming out september 17th so right around the corner so it's right in there with all those other games with Link's right. awakening and uh, dragon quest 11 right at right in the middle of, of the big releases Yep. And it looks like Devil Devil May Cry. So if you like that game, check out Devil's Hunt. Yeah, if you if you have yeah, if you beat the first one, you want you want another one. It's based off of a novel, according to the blurb I just read. Yes. And uh another one another another Sega's Aegis game comes early if you have access to the Japanese eShop. You can get columns too. It's actually up right now as of as of this recording. It's it is on there, and I think it's only like eight bucks. But I really love those Sega Ages games, so I'll probably end up getting that one just because I have gotten all of the Japanese ones before they come out here. And also on the subject of the of sales, which I forgot to mention, Captain Toad is actually on sale on the Japanese shop, but not on the American shop. So if you wanted to get it, I think it's going for like thirty less than that, something like that. I did the math of the two of the two different versions. And I think it comes with all the DLC on it. So if you're looking to get it, you can actually get it cheaper from the Japanese eShop. And it should have English on there. I hope so. Oh yeah. And that's what I forgot to mention that I ordered from uh, play Asia that we said earlier, I ended up getting uh super robot wars. I don't know when that's going to get here, but I did order it. So it, well, we may not get it for another month, but 
It's it's in the it's in the uh, mail somewhere. I don't know if it's left left the country yet, but so yeah, Sega Ages Columns Two is up. There's also another there's another game that snuck onto the eShop that I just found out an actual release date for. You can actually preload it, and that is Rad, the uh, right, the, the, uh... the Tim Schafer game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of nobody's really mentioned it, I guess, because maybe people aren't people don't care, but I do. It's a uh, it's I think it's it's coming out on the twentieth, so that'll be two weeks from now. But you can preload it. It's it's available for pre order on the uh, on the eShop. It's twenty bucks. I marked it so Nintendo can email me whenever it comes out. But yeah, no, was, that was the game I was pumped about. It's kind of like a it's like randomly generated, but you get different uh, mutations to to do different stuff in there. It's kind of Minecrafty, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's been one I've had my eye on since E three. So we check that. I out. think it's similar to. To forger in the regard that like the dungeons are not randomly generated, but the overworld is. Oh, okay. It's something to do with that. I know the town because you have a town that you're building that you're like getting stuff like because you do do kind of like a sort of like a Dragon Quest builders thing where you like you go out and get stuff, but you got to come back to your town and use it there. I don't think the town is randomly generated, but parts of the overworld are. But yeah, no, it might be like that. They're like the dungeons aren't generated. I don't know. I. I remember they said something about that, but yeah, it's uh, twenty bucks. It's coming out on the twentieth. So, and also next week, uh, next week, uh, Friday the thirteenth comes out on Tuesday. We mentioned that. Um, I was planning on getting that, but also, fucking Grandia HD collection just came out of nowhere. <laughs> that's coming out mm-hmm. uh, three days after that. It's coming out on the sixteenth. That's Friday, and that's both Grandias. It hasn't showed up on the eShop yet, so I don't know what the price is on it. But I'm guessing. I guess for I'm guessing forty dollars. What do you guys think? I think, think forty so. is a fair price. Yeah, you think it'd be forty for two of them? Uh, well, maybe, fair guess. I don't know. It's a fair price. I mean, what? maybe thirty. What's Grandia? Uh, Grandia is an old uh, RPG that was on PlayStation and Dreamcast. Oh, okay. PlayStation One. Uh, Grand John, I heard about Grandia from John. John was a big fan of Grandia mm-hmm. too, and had it for Dreamcast. Yeah, I liked it. It was one of my Dreamcast games that I picked up mm-hmm. back in the day, and I remember seeing like the reviews were, were like hot. Like all the the GamePro gave it like a five out of five on every category. So I was like, okay, I'm not too, too into RPGs, but they say it's a little bit different. Um, I'll give it a shot. Plus, I was intrigued because. At, at the time, it was one of the first games, I think, to have like full voice acting throughout the whole game. Oh, wow. And I thought that was like, ooh, you know, this is better than my N64 can mm. do. Sure. So uh, I was intrigued by that. And I got the game, and from what I played, I really liked it. I didn't play too much of it back then. Um, just because, you know, we were in that transitional period. I had my Dreamcast in like March, and then GameCube came out. Like, you know, a couple months later. So not that I didn't like it. It's just that I got distracted by my GameCube and never really finished it. So I'm really honestly considering picking this game up. Sure. Oh, and uh, Grandia 1 was also available for Sega Saturn. So that's pretty rad for uh, for all of you Saturn fans out there. Yeah, I think it was a contemporary of Lunar because I got mm-hmm. I had a friend who gave me some old games he had. And I got Grandia and lunar off him at the same time uh-huh. so it's like it's still very old school and it's still like sprite based and stuff and it's got like the scaling and all that happening like it did it hadn't really embraced the polygons quite as much as some other games had at that point yeah it looked a, it looked like a probably little bit. in development for a while 
It looked like a little bit of both, kind of like uh, what we were talking about with the DuckTales game with like some uh, 3D 3D environments, but sprite-based characters. Because I know you can – I remember you can rotate the camera around in the rooms in the first one. Because I watched a little bit of playthrough stuff of it one night when I was editing just to put something on in the background. I watched a little bit of somebody playing it. And some of the ro- some of the like camera rotation looked a little jarring in the first one, but I think the second one looked better. But either way, I'd like to play those games. So they're coming out next week. So – it's crazy. And also, uh, before I forget, I just I just found it on the eShop. Dead by Daylight has a release date now, too. It's coming out uh, September 24th. So it'll be a month after Friday the 13th is already on there. That was a game that a friend of the show and, and guest Brock like was really, really into. So we can check that out. And uh, we talked about Nightmare and, the Nightmare on Elm Street stuff for that. I so just another we'll... game to throw on the pile in September. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, put with all the other stuff. Dead by Daylight, Dead on Arrival. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it comes out like coming after after the Friday the Thirteenth game. That's unfortunate for yeah. them because that's the one that everybody really wanted anyway. I might be. Some people say it's better, but yeah, it's coming like it's right in between Link's Awakening and Dragon Quest Eleven. So that's kind of a it's a tough spot to be in right there. But yeah, and it has a release date. You can preload it right now, so you can preorder it. A couple of Sega Ages games that I already got are now are now. Uh, showing up on the eShop. They're coming out August 22nd. Space Harrier and Puyo Puyo Sega Ages. Which are games I already bought from the Japanese eShop. Finally have release dates. Same with Columns 2, which we talked about. That'll show up in America, I'm sure, like six months from now. But you can buy it right now <laughs> if you want it. But uh, yeah, no, I think that's enough for game releases, right? Are you going to get Turok 2? I don't know if we mentioned this already. but Oh yeah, no, I talked about it last week that I was getting it. Yes, I'm I am getting Turok 2 for sure, and I will be streaming it Friday night on Twitch. So anybody who – or or if it comes out early tonight, I might do it tonight. But I don't think – I don't think it will get a 12 – I don't think it will get a midnight release. Turok 1 didn't – I know that. It didn't release till like 2 in the afternoon or something the next day. But yeah, no, I'm planning on getting Turok for sure. Seeds of Evil. It's, it's, in the, it's in the shop now. You can't preload it, but you can look at its beautiful graphics. <laughs> yeah, no, I – I'm uh, I'm really excited to play it because Turok 2 originally was a was a mess. It wasn't really it didn't run very well on the original system, so I'd like to play it with it running well. But yeah, that's uh that's the releases. Let's move on to the regular news here. Well, what about uh the demo? There's a demo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kids oh, yeah. of Hyrule. Oh yeah. Anybody Just, that was uh, on the fence about getting it, um you can try it now. Yeah. Cadence of Hyrule has a demo. And uh, also uh as far as our show goes, we had some uh, internet difficulty last night, and uh, and we lost Natasha for the rest of the show. Everything went completely down, and now we're back up. But we'll st- I'll still re- I'll still uh, read some of her uh, contact info and stuff on the end, or you know where to find her and all that. But yeah, no, Cadence of Hyrule has a demo now, uh, like just came out. You uh, we probably nobody's gotten it yet, but I'd like to try it out. You know, it's cool. I know that you were playing a lot of. Uh, of uh what was it playing a lot of the necrodancer game yeah so i'm definitely i'm downloading the demo i do want to give this a try and if i really like it i might get it but i still feel like i should play through necrodancer first well you can i don't know i don't know how much the demo is going to give you but you could give it get an idea of the of the cadence also and uh dragon quest 11 is supposed to have a demo at some point it's it uh is not out yet 
but it's a demo where you can save your progress to the full release, which I love. Yeah, it'll it'll transfer over. I'm wondering. So hopefully it'll be something like uh, something like Octopath was, or like uh, or like a Valkyrie Chronicles was too, where you can play for like three hours and then you can transfer that to the. Regular I mean, that, game. those Dragon Quest Builders demos are pretty meaty, so. Mm-hmm. I would hope it would be something along those lines. Yeah, uh, keep the you get to keep your save data and you get a skill seed as well, which adds you, which I believe will add you skill points in the actual game. So yeah, no, I, I don't. As far as I know, there's not an actual date for it yet, but yeah, I'm I'm very interested to play it, play the demo, and uh, what else do we have? Do you want to? When you guys want to talk about this E3 thing? Yeah, so E3, um, a bunch of data was leaked, basically. 2,000 journalists had their information uh, leaked. Um, that got me concerned because we applied for, mm-hmm. for E3. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I sent them all our contact. <laughs> you had to send driver's license and yeah. you know, all this kind of sensitive stuff. So oh, I sent them an email. Um, um, I'll tell you what. They responded to me uh, the other day. They said, uh, Mr. Nitter, thank you for your email. Your information was not included in the file in question. Thank you for reaching out to us. Oh. Yeah, so, they didn't consider us real journalists, so we didn't get a, no. our stuff didn't get leaked. Like yeah, so luckily else. we didn't get in. <laughs> yeah, All those suckers kind of who got in. Yeah, yeah, right. But now we can say, you know, d- due to the t- turmoil you caused us of worrying if our stuff got leaked, you should let us in next year. <laughs> exactly, you owe us. Due due to the emotional stress, <laughs> we need to uh, be let in. So it was what we should tell them. Yeah, so that sucks for those. I mean, two thousand people had their personal data leaked. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks Which for them. Kat, I know Cat Bailey was one of those people because she mentioned on her Twitter that she had to like change everything mm-hmm. over. Oh yeah, passwords and stuff. I'm sure everybody did, and especially you know we all know unfortunately how vitriolic some people who follow video games online can be. Mm-hmm. So the, I think there's an extra, maybe a little threat of danger on, on their part just because of that, just because the how people in this community unfortunately get so so angry. You know, now that now they have personal information, probably I, I don't I don't know. I, I just I want to say I hope that these guys are okay with all this data. Yeah. You know, yeah. Hopefully, um, everybody found out about it in time and nothing. Yeah, they didn't lose anything or didn't. Yeah, no. Nobody hacked IGN or something. <laughs> right. Well, do you want to talk about this uh, our political thing? Not much, because you know, honestly, there's not that much to say that it hasn't already been said a thousand times, just that yeah. this time around I'm kind of encouraged by the reaction on the part of the media. I've seen a lot of even more mainstream media, like the late night shows and stuff, calling out how ridiculous the argument is Yeah, and about we're, we're video talk- games causing violence. Yeah, and we're talking um, about a, or a, a shithead-in-chief here Yeah, kind of blaming the, um, <laughs> the, the many uh, school shootings on video games, right. other, other than yeah. blaming it on Actual weapons, of course. But yeah, um, right. I don't know if he's planning on actually taking action on it. I mean, that's what it sounds like. But but he said that last year, too. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think we, we definitely still have to keep our, our guard up. But with I mean, him, it's all just about a, just the talking point. Yeah. yeah, that's just a talking point to come back to to, to uh, at least give the semblance of addressing the issue. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, a lot of people get fired up about violence video games so i'll just talk about that and reggie even responded you know it's so ridiculous we got reggie back out of retirement now responding defending the video game industry so he said on twitter 
when the ill-informed are being critical of the gaming industry and community, this is a very powerful story. The facts are that countries with high per capita gaming revenue have fewer gun shooting deaths, except the U.S., where 4% of the population owns 43% of the guns. Yep. Way to, way to zing them, Reggie. <laughs> yeah. It's true, though. Not that, I mean, not that Nintendo has a whole lot of violent games, but still, like, I don't, they're pointing fingers in the wrong area here. It's just right. an easy scapegoat because, I don't know, because you know that at this point, you know that games are just going to keep happening anyway. So, like, just blame something that you know it's not going to change. And yeah. you fire up the base that doesn't, they already don't care about video games, the ones that think that. So mm-hmm. it's just, there's already a, oh, whatever. There's already like a, a separation of those two communities. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause they're never going to play the games and they can just believe that, oh, these games are crazy and psychologically manipulative and, you know, could do all this damage and stuff, but they'll never actually find out if that's true because they won't play them. No. They'll just continue to take money from the NRA and, uh, yeah. not. And not do anything about it. And more importantly, they won't even look for the actual research, which shows no connection between the two. There's this article from The Verge that was last year after the Parkland shooting. Uh, I'd recommend that everybody check out that article, too, for exactly what happened in that quote-unquote meeting, which basically it added up to nothing. And, and The Verge said it was bizarre. Is that when he showed the when he showed the video, like the edited together yeah. video of all the violent yeah. video games? Yeah, I, I remember hearing about that. I, I like mean, it's I, all just for show. There's no plan. There's yeah. no nothing. It's all just he wants to have the cameras in there showing him looking like he is doing something in relation to the the gun issue. Yeah, and then the next catastrophe that he creates happens next week, and then everybody moves on. Yep. So yeah, I, I'm. St- I mean, I'm yeah. more. I'm more freaked out about the tariff thing. I think that's where what's really going to affect video game fans because it's basically going to everything's going to cost more. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that sucks. So yeah, just more bullshit as you expect. But on the lighter side of things, um, Smash Ultimate at Evo was a uh, has like the all time high peak viewership at two hundred seventy nine thousand. I thought that was pretty cool. I guess the the guy who yeah. won the guy who won won with um with Joker. So Oh really? Yeah. It was a new one. I saw I saw like the very, very end of it. I don't know if you guys I don't know if you guys watch watch Evo at all. Uh, sometimes I'll watch highlights from it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to watch, like if you know, if you want to see people who are really, really good playing. But I saw I saw like the very tail end of it of, of that guy winning with, was, with Joker. Uh, what's his name? Fox, was he there? I'm sure he was. He didn't win. He was though. like he got first place in something, I think. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, maybe. Possibly. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really follow that, but yeah. Some some of the. I think the the reason that Dragon Ball Z was on sale that we talked about earlier was had to do with Evo and all that. I had Dragon Ball Fighters, but that's cool. I mean, I guess I'm glad people are liking Smash Brothers still. I mean, it's it sold a whole lot, so that's good for Evo and all that stuff. Why do we? I think we forgot to mention a couple weeks ago, but some guy found a sealed Kid Icarus game in his attic. Yeah. And now he's sold it for $9,000. So there you go. So cash, I guess cash it's, money. I was reading that it's especially rare to find a, a Kid Icarus for some reason sealed. Mm-hmm. Like that's sort of a, I don't know the reason why, but that's sort of a mini Holy Grail. Um, I mean, I think I that particular game, any yeah. game from that era sealed in that condition would be worth a lot, but. I mean, any yeah, any, this one went for nine thousand. Any NES game sealed is pretty awesome. 
Right. Yeah, maybe that's something to do with what edition of the the cartridge it was or something. I think so. Yeah. Probably I didn't so. read the story itself. Maybe it was an early. Yeah, maybe it was like one of the earlier earlier gray box or. Right, it's not one of the black box games or whatever they call it. It, it was, was in gray box. Yeah, it came out around the same time as uh, Zelda Two, didn't it? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, they said uh, it was found. I think it was eighty six because you know Metroid, the Metroid connection. Metroid uh, was eighty six. Yeah, yeah, it was still in the bag. Came with the receipt, and it was it cost thirty eight forty five and was bought December nineteen eighty eight. So yeah, well, they just didn't care about it. Yeah, they they forgot about it. I guess. <laughs> In related news, another NWC was discovered. Nintendo World Championship cart? It was, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, sold to Pink Gorilla Games in Seattle. Um, This all happened pretty fast. Like, yesterday it was reported that this was discovered, and in the same day, they already resold it to somebody else. Mm. Yeah, one of the co-owners of that store was at a Portland Retro Gaming Expo when I went Mm. a couple years ago. I saw a bit of her panel that she did with... Metal Jesus Rocks and all them. But that's pretty cool that, like, they're just, like, they're all, that whole crew's from Seattle, and they just find all this crazy stuff all the time because of locations to, you know, proximity to Nintendo headquarters. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to go for, like, a weekend in Seattle and go dumpster diving. Uh, <laughs> we got to have the garage sales. You got to just hang out at the dumpster, at the Nintendo dumpster in the back. Right. My that's uncle, like, again. runs the dumpsters at Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen all sorts of trash, man. <laughs> you have no idea. There's like three. There were three sequels to Mario Odyssey that never came out. They just threw them away. They just threw them away. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, GameStop uh, laid off a bunch of people. They're just, uh, you know, getting closer and closer to the to the grave here. Mm-hmm. Dozens of regional managers, as it searches for a future. It's so, it sounds so sad. <laughs> GameStop it does, yeah. for a future. It's reaching I mean, further back to like selling older and older games systems, but it's its own fault for stopping doing that in the first place. Yeah. They should have always had, just kept all the old stuff. Yeah, right. They should have never uh they should have never closed out Funko Land and Babbages and all that. True that. Kept, go, kept those going. They should have never started their own website. Do you think they'll killing themselves with the internet? Yeah. I don't think they'll be out by the end of this year, but probably next year. <laughs> I thought it was pretty telling that there was a GameStop kiosk at, at Comic-Con we went to, at PopCon. It's like they oh, had to, like, oh, rent yeah, out yeah. space <laughs> at a convention. <laughs> and it looked like any other of the, like, stands. Yeah, they didn't you have know, a little a, indie outfit. They didn't uh-huh. really have any games, though. It was mostly, like, toys and stuff. Uh, yeah, like, they mostly. Did, yeah, they didn't have a whole lot of uh, video games. It, most of it was, like, pop stuff. toys and stuff like that, yeah. I guess this is part of a strategy, just firing off the regional managers like they're trying to tighten up the ship and re-strategize like we reported a couple weeks ago about they're doing like different concept stores and i so i think there's still a chance that they could if they do something bold and different um they could turn it around you know i, I live in i live in long beach right now and i'm just thinking like i, I keep looking for like a, an arcade or something around that i can like go to to play video games and i think like if GameStop were to do something more community oriented, not necessarily an arcade, but just like a, a a game room where I can hang out, like sit on a couch and play games, try new stuff. Like I would definitely go there a lot more if it was more like a destination and not just a place that sells games and now mostly like random crap and Josh keys and t-shirts. Yeah. 
Like they should differentiate themselves from every other store and give me a reason to go to the place, you know, instead of just ordering on Amazon. Mm-hmm. They should uh, they should get a liquor license and turn uh, GameStop hey, into, yeah. into a barcade. That's what they should do. Sure, mm-hmm. you can get and drunk and like then... tournaments. Yeah, mm-hmm. where the, all the GameStops are linked together, you know, as tournament yep. spots. Yeah, you can get drunk and buy some games that maybe you don't want to get. You'll end up with Fallout seventy six or something like You'll that. You'll wake up in bed with why, a why did I buy it? Waifu pillow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what why, did I do last night? What, why did I? What, why did I buy ten copies of Fallout seventy six? What? what? <laughs> we'll see. We'll cover that as it goes. Of course, I think we only have like one more thing. And then, uh, Saints Row movie. Yeah, so it says, uh, yeah, the writer says that it'll be crazy off the wall. And if it isn't crazy off the wall, then they're not really making a Saints Row movie. That's what I, that's what I say to that. Because those games are crazy off the wall. So, I mean, that's basically... What is the general plot of Saints Row? It's different for each one. I mean, the one that, the one that I played, Saints Row 3, was the one I played the most. And you basically start off getting out of jail. Like, your character gets out of jail, and you basically rebuild your gang that's been, like under since since you were in jail but it's i mean but the game is like like i said it's super weird like you can you can full-on jump through the through the windshield of the car to get into it like you can just jump through the side of it so you can jump out of a plane and fall into a car and start driving so it's a it's very very super over the top like that plus there's like there's like zombie missions and you get super superpowers like towards the end of the game so it's very very much not rooted in reality so it would have to be like that yeah, Saints Row Four. You start out as the pre- you're the president. Yeah, you're the president. And there's aliens in, in, the, in uh, the fourth one. So and so you like you've already got it. superpowers too from like the get go. Yeah, you're the super powered president, and you can like jump around like Spider Man, and mm-hmm. it's pretty fun. But I don't know something about like getting all that power like right off the bat makes it a little less fun. Yeah, but I mean Didn't the it, first one start out kind of like a straight up GTA clone. I think the first yeah. one they were trying to be serious, but by the second one they started getting they started getting weird. Yeah, they embraced the weirdness in the second one, and yeah. I think that's why the second one was probably the most popular one, wasn't I, it? I did play the second one too. I, th- I think the third one's the most popular one. I think. Okay. I mean, I think it's I think it's probably the best one or best reviewed one for sure. But I did I did play the second one. I played the second one through PlayStation Plus, and I played the third one through PlayStation Plus as well. And even brought me to buy the game after I after my PlayStation Plus went away. But the second one had. You know, had some uh, wasn't as crazy as three, but you could do like car surfing and stuff like that, where you like balance on top of a car while it's going through the through the city. I remember that as being like a thing that wouldn't normally be in the game. But the third one had had much more had much more cool shit. I remember it. So I remember the commercials, uh, <laughs> and it was for three. You're right; that was a popular one, and it was like Tim and Eric style commercials. Mm-hmm. There's like this kind of unique looking blonde guy that they had as an extra in several of their uh, bits. And he was on there, and his friend, like, he sits down next to uh, the blonde guy on the couch, and he's like, can you believe it? She said, yes. Uh, can you be my best man? Like, he basically asked him to be the best man. And he's like, sorry, I can't do that. I'm going to be busy playing Saints Row 3. <laughs> yeah. Saints Row I 3 is, it, I would say Saints Row 3 is very much, like, in the area of, like, South Park humor. Mm. I guess, like, that type of thing. Like, super over the top. I mean, you have, you know, you have a giant dildo that you can beat people up with it. In, in the game, so maybe some of that humor doesn't really work as well now, but that's kind of what you would expect from that from that game. Plus, there's a lot of nudity in it too. I remember that. So yeah, it kind of struck me movies. as like the idiocracy type. Yeah, setting. Yeah, you're right. 
But but in order to make a good movie, they should make it just flat out ridiculous and just try to make it more of a comedy than a serious movie. If they want to actually convey yeah. the the feeling of Saints Row Three, I'm trying to think what their angle is going to be. Like, what do they pitch it as? I bet they pitch it as Fast and the Furious, but more ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not really Faster and Furious, sir. Yeah, it's not really about like racing and stuff, though. I mean, it's more like yeah. a. I don't know. It's. I feel like we've talked longer about this than we should. I mean, it's like Saints Row movie. You know, yeah. I mean, how who's saying that it's going to be not going to be worse than like the than like the Assassin's Creed movie or all the other stupid video game movies that are out there? Resident Evil movies. Yeah, the Resident Evil movies or or like uh the Prince of Persia movie. God. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird thing to make a movie out of, but I don't know. Just play the game. Just get just get, get Saints Row three on Switch. It's a great game. It's it's fun, and you'll have a lot more fun than going into the movies. Yeah, so many of these games that they decide to turn into movies are like like the Hitman series, for example. The reason they made those games, oh yeah, that is was because bad. they wanted to make an interactive version of that movie stereotype. I forgot Hitman was a movie too. Yeah, so did everybody. They made two <laughs> series of that. They did a reboot of it a couple years ago. I don't remember that one. Oh, I didn't know about that but, either. Yeah, but I have the same concern about the Saints Row movie that. Like that game seems to me something that's like, hey, don't you want to play a crazy action movie? Here you go. Mm-hmm. Like that was probably the idea for the game, and now they've turned it back around and made it into a movie again. For what reason? I don't know. But we'll see. Maybe it'll be fun. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They have to be. They they better put that. Uh, what was it? They better put that Sublime song in there from the very beginning of uh, Saints of Row Three. Saints Row Three. Otherwise, I'm not going. <laughs> Yeah, but I think I think that's the news that we found for the week right there, ending with uh, Saints Row the movie, which will end up being the Oscar winner of that year. But uh, yeah, that's that's been our that's been our episode Nintendo Main one eighty three right here. You can you can find us at Nintendo Main Podcast at gmail dot or what? That's uh yeah. You can email us at Nintendo Main Podcast at gmail dot com. You can find us at Nintendo Main Podcast dot com. And uh, Natasha, like I said, had to take off early, but I will put all of her uh, social links and stuff on the um, on the information for this. And I believe you can follow her on Twitch and all that. I'll put put that on there as well. On on Twitter, it's uh, at Molten24, and I believe that's her Twitch handle as well. It's twitch.tv slash Molten24. That's M-U-L-T-I-N if you want to find Natasha on there. And, of course, check out uh, Pokemon Go Chicago Squad. You can, if you just... Google that. You can find it on Facebook and other sort of social media stuff. But for us, you can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. You can email us at NintendoMainPodcast at gmail.com, uh, YouTube.com slash NintendoMainPodcast, uh, Twitch.tv slash NintendoMainPodcast. You can catch me playing Turok 2 this Friday night, Seeds of Evil. I'll be streaming that. And next week, I'll be streaming uh, Friday the 13th on Tuesday. And then I'll probably do more Tony Hawk stuff on that following Friday, depending on what's what else is out? Actually, well, if Grandia comes out, I'll be playing that. So there's plenty of stuff to watch of, you know, having to do with what we talk about on here. So check that out, twitch.tv slash podcast. And uh, if you want to hear our special Patreon show, you can hear that at patreon.com slash podcast. And uh, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week to bring you more news and talk about Turok 2. See you later. See you.
I'm Trey. Fuck, I didn't. I didn't think of a nickname. Hold on. There it is. Fuck, I didn't think of a nickname. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of one either. Now that yeah. you mentioned, <laughs> I was like, hey. 